0: It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. We'll start things out here tonight by going to your phone calls. And coming up, 10 things to be happy about. Uh, Mark's going to share that list with us when we get a chance. But first, we go to Brody in Utah. Brody, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, and you're on the Ampline.
1: Hey, good evening, guys.
0: Hey there. What's on your mind tonight?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to call and talk to you about the economy. Uh, last night, uh, Ian, you said that you were a little bullish on the market. And Well, Mark, I don't know uh, what
0: that means. I didn't use that term. I just said that uh, if things get bad... I feel good about the – Mark was talking about the strength of the economy in general. I feel pretty good that we'll be all right. Like I I don't think that – I don't want to think about disaster. I don't expect disaster. That's not what I that's not where my mindset is. Right. There's, that's what I'm saying.
2: And, and I, I largely agree. I mean, there are there are people out there that really believe that we're going to be eating our dogs um, here in the next year or so. And, and I to some extent, I feel that it's a mindset and it's almost a sort of a, a des, you know, like a desire. They They want that. And I believe that in spite of what you do to the American people, um, at least up to this point, that they are able to pull things out, and I, I, I do believe that, uh, that they'll continue to do that. Okay.
1: Well, I just, uh, wanted to I'm bearish on the market, which means that I think the market is, uh, is going to go down even more than it has already, and I was just wanted to call and explain my, uh, why, why I think that is, because I think there are a lot of people out there that don't understand how bad things are going to get. And, well, I didn't uh, say
0: it wouldn't go down. I just said that I, ho- that I don't think it's going to get as bad as the dire uh, end-of-the-world kind of predictions. Yeah, Is t- that what you're tell saying? Me, tell me what bad looks like.
1: Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, no one, of course, can predict if people are going to be eating their dogs or what exactly uh, will happen. I'm not sure. So are uh, we going to eat the
2: dogs or not? I mean, you're, you're here to predict. Am I going to be eating my dog? <laughs>
1: I don't think you'll be eating your dog.
2: Okay, great. So <laughs> how bad is it going to be?
1: Uh, and, again, it all depends on what the politicians do. But I, I just want to give my take on uh, why I think the, the economy is going to tank. What, what tanking means is, you know, it depends on the person you talk to. Uh, but, first of all, for the next two years, uh, the interest only there's a bunch of interest-only loans that are going to be resetting. Uh, which means that uh, people won't be just paying the interest. They're going to have to pay the principal and interest, and there's supposed to be massive amounts of those for the next two years. Uh, Another thing is with the government waste. Um, Unlike previous recessions, there wasn't so much government waste like there is today because now you have Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, uh, you have government motors, you have Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, which uh, I just heard in about two years is supposed to – um, run out of funds, which, well, it doesn't have funds right now, but they're not even be, going to be bringing in enough, enough money to pay it out okay. in two years.
2: So um, Social Security is going to not pay people enough money, which means that they'll continue to work longer, and so uh, older people will work. That doesn't seem like a terrible thing.
1: No, no. no. What I'm saying is the government won't be bringing in enough funds to pay out, pay out, off, pay out Social Security, so that means they're going to have to borrow more money. Okay, to pay their social security bill their social security check.
2: And what's the government borrowing money have to do with a bad economy?
1: Well, uh, because that means well there's there's two there's two factors. First of all, any money the government takes out or, or borrows means that that is money that's not available to the private sector. The private sector is the only uh, productive sector of the economy. The government's the wasteful sector.
2: So is China is China giving loans to small businesses in the United States?
1: I don't know how much money they're giving to businesses in the United States, but that's all money that's unavailable to the private sector, the world sector, of course. But it wasn't well, really he, I available think what in the first
3: place. I think what he's talking about is you know, everyone's certain people are predicting they're trying to inflate the money supply, which will cause stocks to rise and everything, because you're essentially just devaluing everyone's money, which means that uh, that it takes more of it to buy things, and so that creates this sort of bubble. It's like, oh, stocks are going up and everything, and what he's saying is there are still deflationary factors. Am I am I oversimplifying?
1: Well, I'm not even. Well, right now, whether uh, right now whether there's deflation or inflation, there's both uh, prices going up in some sectors. There's prices going down in other sectors. Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, government spending, unlike previous recessions, is going to keep increasing because we have Medicare and Medicaid that is predicted trillions of dollars of, of deficit that they don't have money for, so they either have to raise taxes or they have to borrow more money to pay it. Same with Social Security. Same with General Motors, same with Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, same with the Postal Service, uh, the Foreign Policy, a trillion dollars a year, uh, AIG, Citi, all those things, the government has to get money to pay for them. And if they're borrowing money, again, that's bad for the economy because that's all money that's unavailable to the private sector. If you're talking China, loaning the U.S. government money, that means... That's money that the u s the Chinese government could have been investing in u s private sector instead or even in their own sector instead, or some other sector around the world that's private, which is productive and you but
3: okay go ahead
1: The other thing though is is eventually the world's going to stop loaning the u s government money because it it will get so devalued and so worthless that people will realize that there are better investments or they just won't have any more money left to give the u s government uh, at that point. Then the government can only finance its, its spending either by raising taxes, which probably won't happen because people won't allow it, or by printing the money, which is probably what they're going to do.
0: Which will result in hyperinflation.
1: Which will be... Which could be the hyperinflation that some people are talking about, exactly. Well,
2: but the hyperinflation, uh, because of the United States uh, dollar as the world, uh, you know, its status as the world reserve currency, hyperinflation works differently for the dollar than it does for, say, the yuan or something like that, any other currency that is not the world reserve currency. And essentially, they their extra production of the bills uh, inflates all currencies across the board. You, do you know what I mean?
1: Um, I can I kind of understand what you're saying, but the the problem with the hyperinflation at this point, regardless, is that wages will stagnate.
3: Wages have been stagnating for years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wages I mean, never keep up with inflation. Uh, well, they're always slower. I, to, I, I,
1: I, I, I the only wages that, that go up saying, are government wages. <laughs> but 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 we haven't had hyperinflation. We've had, we've had wages that are kind of stagnating. But I, I mean, but but. But our prices haven't been so bad, but hyperinflation means the prices are going to go through the roof. So someone but making we,
2: we haven't talked about hyperinflation yet. You, a a you are of... saying that hyperinflation is going to happen because wages are going
3: to stagnate, and wages are going to stagnate because hyperinflation is going to happen. That does well, not sequitur. A lot of what you're talking about are actually deflationary factors. Basically, when the money is not available for people to invest and to put into private sector investments, then... That means there's that essentially means a lower demand for across the board because of the lack of money to do things with, and that's sort of that's what that what's that's what will drive prices down largely across the board, which is uh, generally a, a sign of a bearish economy. Right. right?
1: But, but what I'm saying is, is we're going to have hyperinflation, meaning the government's going to be printing off, printing pretty, pretty much printing money to pay its debt. Which means they're pretty much skimming off the top all the extra money anybody has. So if you're making, you know, $10 an hour, let's say, uh, and the price of a loaf of bread goes up to $100, people don't have, people don't have the money anymore to buy that food. And that's, that's what I think is going to happen down the road is that we're going to see but, the price of goods and services go through the roof and people not having the money to pay for them because the government's taking it all.
2: I'm not saying that any of these things are impossible. I'm just saying that uh, hyperinflation isn't as simple when talking about the U.S. dollar as it is when talking about any other currency. I, I think it's possible. I just don't know what's going to happen. And I think that there's more, far more factors, um, it, you know, bubbling in the cauldron than just their printing dollars.
1: Well, but I think what you're going to see happen is, is that they, as soon as it gets bad enough, I think, I think you're going to see the world drop the U.S. dollar.
0: Hasn't that already that, that started? Is real that's, likely. That is
3: for yeah. That that actually worries me a lot because uh, right now a lot of our economy is is sort of being bolstered by a lot of cheap material, a lot of cheap goods and things from China, which is largely being paid for with borrowed money. Uh, you know,
0: so that's gonna that's gonna be a big bump. So real quick, what's the solution? Oh, sorry, I put him. On, <laughs> I already took him off the air. We uh, thanks for the call, Brody. I don't know if he has a solution. I mean, <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> Find some recipes for dogs. Uh, Okay, there's that. Uh, Garden. We we went over some of the things last night. We can come back with some more ideas here in a moment. Uh, More on the way. It's Free Talk Live and then Happy Stuff coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want if you dial in toll free 800 259 9231. That's the SACLE CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And those features include archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, you can click and download it right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. Actually, coming up here probably uh, before the end of the show or before the, the end of the night tonight, I'll be updating all of the torrents. We'll be putting up a brand new torrent for the entire month of August, and I'll have to update the old ones because the Pirate Bay's tracker has stopped working. I don't know if that means that they've just changed the address on it. I, I heard rumors that that buyout thing was happening this week uh, with the Pirate Bay, so I don't know if that was a factor. But as of right now, all of our uh, torrents are not tracking correctly. So we will remedy that uh, coming up here shortly, and we'll let you know. So, uh, and if you don't know uh, what's going on with Free Talk Live, you can get signed up and find out when you need to know at updates.freetalklive.com. So go and do that, too. Updates.freetalklive.com. And Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. You can listen whenever and wherever you want, just like a podcast. Audible has over 60,000 titles from which to choose. In every genre, Audible has it covered. Get your free audiobook download when you sign up today at audiblepodcast.com FTL. That's audiblepodcast.com FTL. So Brody's on the line with us from Utah. He has uh, been telling us that he thinks things are going to get really bad. He thinks that the economy in the United States is on a uh, the way down, going to continue down, and there are a variety of factors that he says are going to lead us to hyperinflation, which could be a real nasty scene. And, of course, I agree. I mean, if if we had hyperinflation, it's going to be bad. Um, but, Mark, you'd asked for Brody's solution, and he's still here with us. Uh, go ahead and uh, play it out. What do you got in mind?
1: My uh – My solution, and I really do honestly believe this, is uh, two things: buy gold and silver, and move to New Hampshire.
2: Okay. Well, you know, I can't. I certainly can't dispute either of those. uh, Considering the free talk live (laughs) does believe that uh, uh, you know investing in gold and silver is a good idea because, well, we purvey them, and uh, you know, our, our syndicate is a golden uh, gold purveyor. And
3: I was going to say, we promote both of those things, and, and uh, we all, all do those things what, personally anyway. All three of
2: us in the room have stashes of gold and silver, is that right?
3: <laughs> I'm working on it. a yeah. little stash. Uh, I have more silver and not so much gold at the moment,
2: but Me I'm too. working on it. Yep. Um, a, the other things that you can have in case things go terribly awry, and I'm not saying I necessarily believe they will or they won't, things are either going to go up or they're going to go down in the economy. Um, I don't know if they're going to go down quickly historically there are some examples it could possibly happen i don't know i think that it's good to be prepared for lots of things canned food gardens ammunition things like that are all good uh, good stuff to have uh, on hand
0: all right brody any other thoughts now is it thanks for the call appreciate it 800-259-9231 uh your thoughts on this issue or bring up whatever you want going to try to take things in a, a more positive direction here shortly because i think that Despite all of the negative economic indicators out there and the fact that you could get very, very upset and distraught over those things, it's more important to stay positive. And instead of being worried about what might happen, maybe just get your preparation taken care of. If you feel as though you're unprepared for some sort of eventuality like that, just take care of a few things and maybe you'll, you'll start feeling better about it. I myself yeah i'm I'm probably not as prepared as I should be or could be uh Wayne, for instance last night was talking i think off the air about you know buying stuff like toilet paper, and I didn't even think of that right I mean yeah. I've got a few canned food items uh but I didn't think about the you know the toilet paper aspect of things. But that's like the most disaster kind of uh, scenario, and w- will that happen? I well, I, I think know. we're
3: in for a bumpy ride. That much I don't think there's any doubt. It's going to be really hard to predict what's going to go on because they're going to be tinkering with so much. And when you're trying to manage an economy, you, know, you can't really manage a vast economy the size of the United States in a top-down manner. And every time they try to do so, it's like pushing on the bubble here, and it pops out somewhere else, and it's just a constant – um, process. And so I think we're in for a bumpy ride, but I think it's a good thing and in the long run. I think it's just there's no way to get around it being bumpy, but we're in for a transition. And the transition is something that's needed and is called for, and you know, I think it's going to be a good thing.
0: So gold and silver, good idea. Getting to New Hampshire, where you could be surrounded by other like-minded, liberty-oriented people, part of the Free State Project, that's a good idea. We'll tell you more about the Free State Project uh, in a little while. Both good ideas. What are some other ideas that uh, that people could you know, utilize to uh, prepare themselves better for some sort of coming negative uh, economic eventuality. Any other ideas? Uh, well,
2: I, I think having a garden is a good idea. I mean,
3: I, I really. It, it's what if a, you live in a city? Build up alternate economies as much as possible that do not rely on the the bigger, you know, white market economy. You
0: know. What about city dwellers? Um, They're can, screwed.
2: There's lots of people that grow gardens right in their windows. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a whole.
0: Can uh, you grow enough, enough in in your windows if you're living in a some you know, little people apartment? can.
2: Um, and, you know, there's certainly people that live in you know New York City where your where your view is that of a of a big wall. There's not much you can do there. W-
0: would it be a good idea? I mean, are people in cities more likely to suffer during something like this? Would it be a good idea to get out into the countryside? Like, as far as if you really did believe something was going to happen, or I don't if something know. did start happening, would that be a good idea to maybe have some savings put aside for like escape the city kind of uh, savings? I think our
2: economy um, and communication has grown to the point that cities are no are are artifacts of uh, but the 20th if people century. go
0: crazy like if people start uh, freaking out you're around more people in a city does that make it make it worse i don't know i'm just I, i'm speculating I out. Loud i wonder here. how
3: much truth there is to it but i have heard that there, like for instance something like new york city they have enough food actually in the city itself to last like a few days there's constantly food coming in sure and is. replenishing food as it's being consumed and mm-hmm. bought and uh, my understanding is if there were any if there's an interruption in supply to the city that it would be uh you know that it would it would have ramifications very quickly
0: i'd like to hear from somebody who does live in one of these very urbanized places and what their um, game plan is for something like that if they have one uh toll free number is 800-259-9231 some of the other things to talk about, I think, would be just kind of common sense, uh, f- financial common sense, or excuse me, I guess it's not common. Maybe it's common amongst the three of us here, but uh, f- financial intelligence of making sure that you clear out your debts. That's not a bad idea.
2: Except for fixed, um, fixed rate debts uh, like a mortgage or something like that, I think that the, right now that you don't want to be paying extra on mortgages. Um, particularly because if you believe that inflation is going to occur. And I, I'm not saying I don't uh, you know, believe that there's, you know, they're, they're inflating the currency and therefore it's going to lose value. I just don't know about hyperinflation. Uh, that's a real doomsday scenario. Um, but if it does occur, then that's very good for a person who has a fixed rate mortgage. Do you think someone should uh,
3: keep their credit cards too?
2: I mean, credit cards no. are an adjustable rate. Well, oh, the other they? thing
3: about credit cards is it's just a name. It's just a signature loan, what they call. And uh, on, the only thing that can happen, I, I, you know, don't quote me on this. I'm no professional, but this is another thing I heard secondhand. The only thing that can happen to you is your credit record could be right. hurt by it. Yeah. Uh, you, if you just say, I'm not going to pay my credit cards, ultimately they can't do it. They don't really have any legal basis
0: to come after your possessions
3: or anything like that. So I guess if you're they saying gave you a loan based purely on your agreement, you know, your honor to pay it back, so you're so. saying
0: that uh, in the event of hyperinflation, you won't care about your credit anymore, pretty much? I, I, I
3: yeah, if things get that bad, who's going to care that their credit's going to be bad for hmm. seven years and or something?
2: I don't think they can adjust adjust your um, credit cards without telling you, but they can tell you that they're adjusting your credit card rate and then it's adjusted. And if I, you don't have the
3: ability to pay it off in that short term, then you're just screwed. Doesn't it. It, doesn't it only apply to the new? I don't know credit. The new know. new new purchases or something like the existing rate? I don't know. I could be
0: wrong. Yeah, I see where you guys are coming from on that. Uh, more coming up here. I just I feel better when I'm not in debt. It's uh, yeah. 800-259-9231, Free Talk Live. Hey, podcasters.
2: FTL has a new advertiser with a somewhat unusual arrangement. They're paying us for people that fill out their online form for inspections for their basements. You won't believe how affordable a dry, usable basement can be, and FTL gets 50 bucks for everyone that fills out the online form at basement.freetalklive.com. Five hundred bucks off, a lifetime warranty, and a free water watch alarm. Just go to basement.freetalklive.com, click on free inspection and estimate in the upper right hand corner, fill out the online form, earn FTL fifty
0: bucks. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Our features are free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their website. Ours is freetalklive.com, so enjoy that and enjoy the features like the wiki, over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. Head over to wiki.freetalklive.com and get interact.
2: I want to thank uh, everybody who's uh, bought gold and silver from uh, gold.freetalklive.com and silver.freetalklive.com over the last week. It has uh, it's just been a landslide of people, and uh, Free Talk Live does benefit from everybody who goes to silver.freetalklive.com. There's been especially a large amount of silver um, sold. We have Lakota Nation silver rounds for $19.70 still Gold and silver skyrocketed today. The sooner you get this done, the sooner you will still get those uh, great uh, great rates. Skyrocketed might be pushing it. They've gone up um, today, and uh, the rates are still available. And also, Walking Liberty halves for $8.69. So uh, that's silver.freetalklive.com. Great, great get place to go. As quick, as quick as you can.
0: It's uh, it's going to benefit you because you're going to get the, the gold or silver that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to get it at uh, what appears to be a pretty good rate from what yep. I've seen. And, uh, if you're buying through that link, then you're benefiting Free Talk Live. Yep. Uh, in addition to benefiting the network that is putting us on the air because it, the network is owned by Midas Resources. And
3: isn't there a, a new layaway option where yeah. you can actually lock in your rate and sure. pay it? Buy yeah. 20 co-
2: coins at a time, um, and even if you have don't have all the money for the 20 coins, you can then send them the money into the future, and uh, you, you save on shipping that way. It matters, mm-hmm. you know? If you're if you're paying $20, $25 to ship one coin versus $25 to ship 20 coins, it's about the same Big for difference. all of them. Yeah, and it changes the rate of, the, uh, of each of the coins, so it's silver.freetalklive.com.
0: But you can only get the layaway thing by calling,
2: right? That's correct. I'm okay. sorry. Let me give you that number. One more time. I always, I already forgot about that. Eight seven seven eight five seven ninety nine thirty eight for the layaway option is eight seven seven eight five seven ninety nine thirty
0: eight. All right, and remember, we want to hear from you. Uh, obviously, some people have uh, made uh, a few purchases, as you said, Mark, you, because most people are buying silver. Uh, but want to hear from you, you know, via email. Email Mark at freetalklive.com. Let them know what your uh, buying experience was like with Minus. Want to make sure that you guys are uh, are being satisfied. All right, so we'll continue here. And since we're still on this uh, topic, I guess it's appropriate to talk about gold and silver because Brody called in to start the show out with the you know doom and gloom economic predictions. And while I tend to try to stay positive about uh, the future, I think that you know some of the things that he's mentioning are undeniably true, and it's probably not a bad idea to have some preparation uh, taken care of. And if you want to share your ideas for how you're preparing for hyperinflation or some sort of uh, economic calamity, I would love to hear from you at 800-259-9231, or you can bring up whatever you want. Now... I think we kind of disagreed on the issue of paying off loans, paying off um, various different credit card bills or mortgages and, and things like that. You were saying, Mark, if it's an adjustable rate, probably a good idea to pay it off, then uh, – We pointed out that uh, most credit cards are adjustable, but you, Dale, you were saying, well, if you don't pay the credit card, it just hurts your credit rating. What's What's that important for if the economy is taking a dive? Well, if it's that
3: bad, I mean, if it's a disastrous across the board, you know, lots of people are defaulting on their credit cards, and they will. Mm -hmm. It's one of the first things people decide not to pay when there's a when they're in rough times sure. you know their house is one of the last things they stop paying for cuz that's you know that's really much more of an investment and mm-hmm. um and uh so and, and if it's across the board thing then it's gonna, it's 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 gonna, it's not even gonna look as bad in the future, right? When when it's when it's apparent that that's, that everyone's gonna know, oh, that was during the twenty five percent unemployment and you know all these other horrible things. So. Sure, uh, Brody brought up that the uh, that
2: the, there's a lot of houses coming up uh, f- due for their arms to readjust, um, you know, from the first two or three years uh, uh, bonus rate that they were getting, and a lot of those houses are gonna go into foreclosure in the next year or two, um, and uh, you know, you've really got to look at. How important is a foreclosure going to be that somebody had in 2009, 2010 or 2011 when in some marketplaces 20% of the houses have gone into foreclosure? I mean, if if you're looking at. And and I'm just take a number here ten percent, twenty percent of the population has a foreclosure on their record. that drags down the mean if you know what i mean uh, the, the 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 average. so if the average credit rating is drugged down from and I'm only making numbers up here people seven hundred to six hundred then the, the people that want to loan to make money are going to change their rules on to whom they loan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not good for the person who does pay off all their, you know, is fastidious and pays off all their oh, stuff. Oh, it's excellent for them. Sure. If
3: everyone else is cr- is crashing and you manage to stay on top of things, then that's going to look very good for you. It can the, help you quite a lot in the future. So. The important thing is
2: to, you know, be feeding your family and, and taking care of them and all that other stuff, um, a, you know, Credit card debt, not secured by anything, so I, 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 I think right. Also, if you're in a situation where you've got sixty thousand dollars in credit card debt lying, um, hanging over your head, and the credit card company says, "Okay, in three months we're going to change your rate from, uh, you know, this introductory rate of five percent, we're going to jack it up to fifteen because things aren't going so great for us." Yeah. Then what are you going to do about that?
3: Oh, heck, mine's You'd- twenty-one right now.
2: I don't I don't pay that because yeah, I don't pay, pay it off I pay yeah. it off. But if if you've got I don't even credit, know
0: what my rate is because I pay it off. Sure. Right. And that's
2: best. That's the very best thing to do. But if you've got these rates and they decide to change and then uh, you know, you, you don't want to be stuck in a situation where you can't pay it off.
0: So I see where you're coming from. If hyperinflation strikes, credit cards are gonna be the least of your concerns. But I feel like a lot of this preparation is just going to keep going on until something actually does happen I mean, because right now the economy's just down yeah it's not uh, you know any sort of hyperinflation mode at all or anything like Mm-mm. that in fact some would say it's deflation uh, right now but, but
3: uh, that's bad uh too in, in, well, in many ways uh, if you if you, well that's uh, a lot of people own houses that they paid you know maybe 300,000 for that are now worth 150 but if you're buying a house still, it's oh, not bad if you're still buying owns, a, oh yeah uh, that that well, you that's just, just it. One. <laughs> if you're in strong financial uh, it's a it's an excellent time to be out of debt and have a lot of cash and stuff like that when there's a
0: massive deflation because that's those are the people who make out you know like bandits so that's what that's <laughs> what, I, what i wanted to put out there was okay if hyperinflation instra- strikes then maybe not paying the credit card bills won't be a big deal or as big of a deal i understand all that but we don't know when or if that's going to occur. Now, if you take Brody's word for it, then you know it's inevitable. The question is, at what point will it be? So, even if you believe that it's inevitable, the question is when, right? There, you don't know. I mean, some people say it's going to happen in two months. Some Russian uh, e- expert is saying the United States is going to break up in two months or something like that. Which, well, if he's right about that, hey, that's okay by that's me. That's nonsense. It's bull <laughs> crap. Right, but but you know, there are people that want you to believe that the economic calamity is right around the corner, and I don't know if it's going to happen. When it's, it's good, going to yeah, be? Yeah, it's really
3: hard to predict.
0: So you know. until then, you've still got to keep running your life in an appropriate, a financially uh, intelligent manner, and paying off your debts. I think is one of the most financially intelligent things that one can do, uh, because it gives you more capital in your pocket to work with. Once you once yeah. you're clear of those debts, then you're not paying the. Few hundred dollars a month in uh, interest payments or whatever it is that you're paying on your your home or the credit card bill. I mean, people are paying people that are making minimum payments on credit card bills. Just you know, as we know, they're continuing to dig themselves into a, a nasty yeah. hole. If you can actually pay those bills off and you can pay those debts off, then I, you're you're in a better situation now. And I still think you'll be in a better situation when the economy starts to get even worse. Uh, I, I agree, and I think
3: that also one of the things the only thing i think that you can predict is it's going to be unpredictable yes. it's going to be it's going to be dangerous to try and invest and play the market and things like that and that's why as much as possible you know something like precious metals in the long run it's it's one of the few and even especially if the if the currency itself like drastically devalues because of hyperinflation and things like that uh, things that you actually have in your hand that don't exist just on paper uh, you know real like actual like real estate and you know hard assets Things that uh, you know, uh, the, you know, when you're looking at who knows what's going to happen with the economy, who knows what's, uh, how, how hard is it going to be to predict what's going to do well and what's going to do badly? Uh, anything that's solid and in your hand and, and things like that is what I is what I'm betting on.
0: There's a great little book that I read uh, called the The Richest Man in Babylon, and it's a real short, understandable uh, financial kind of intelligence book that really helps people that don't know what they're doing. And if you went and you grew up and uh, were educated in the government schools and your parents never taught you this stuff, you need to know it. And it recommends a certain little savings scheme. I'll, I'll explore that, uh, explain it rather here in a few moments and take your calls about whatever you want. It's Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. If you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all the stuff that you need to buy. They sell pretty much everything in dozens of categories, even used items at amazon.freetalklive.com. In fact, uh, props goes out to Jason Osborne from SACL CAI. Uh, Dale, you were just telling me during the break you're not going to be here next week on Thursday because you're going down for a movie shoot. Yep. tell me a little more about that. What's going on? Uh, I, is, it, is it top secret? I don't think so. I actually called
3: uh about that to see um, you know, how secretive it is and and uh Jason I didn't get a yet. Yeah. Jason's working and working. well. think twice news is uh, right. part, part of Jason's that's Jason's project along with a couple other people and uh so they're doing. We're doing sort of a, f- a real fun sort of horror movie out in Michigan, and it's going to be, be a zombie it. movie, right? Sort uh, of. I can't. Yeah, not really. It's oh. something more complicated than that, but hmm. it's it's the sort of that that
0: genre. There will be violence. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so where can people go to get more information about the movie? Do you know? Think um, is it Think Twice News uh, or Think Twice Think Productions? Tw- I, th- I th-
3: uh, are they talking? Do you know if they're talking about this on the BBS? I haven't been following it.
0: I don't know. I know the names of the movies like Chartarum or something like that. Yeah. Is that. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, Jason uh, informed me that he went to Amazon.freetalklive.com to purchase about $4,000 worth of equipment for the Ah. movie production next week. Yep. So thank you uh, to Jason Osborne from Sable CAI for buying his movie equipment from Amazon.freetalklive.com. I mean, if you need professional-level kind of equipment, they sell that stuff, too. They sell Everything. Oh, just about. Gosh, I everything but cars and gasoline. Uh yeah, I don't think they do guns at Amazon. So there's a they handful don't do of fresh things. produce. You might not be able to find a bong at Amazon, but you know, there's a lot of stuff. You there. could get, get more at
2: Amazon.freetalklive.com dot com than you can at Walmart. That's true. In your
0: st in your That, home. that is true. All right, so our number here eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So I was mentioning this book, uh, *The Richest Man in Babylon*. It's a real simple, short, easy read, designed for people that you know are like me and they don't have a whole lot of real financial uh, experience necessarily. I guess I'm kind of experienced compared to a lot of people my age, but uh, but you know I wasn't raised by a, an accountant or anything like that. And one one of the things it suggests that's just so so simple, such a no-brainer. As far as what you you know, a, a model to follow. If you are somebody who's receiving a paycheck on a regular basis and you have trouble saving, just make a point of putting 10% of it away. I mean, most people can take 10% of what they're getting in and direct it somewhere. So take that 10%, put it into savings. If you've got debts, the book recommends taking 20% and Paying off the debts while you're still taking 10% and putting into savings. So, we are talking about things to do in preparation for economic downturn or economic disaster. And one of those things was to pay, I suggested paying off your debts now because you don't know when the d- disaster is going to strike. And if you can get your debts paid off sooner, then that'll put you in a better place sooner. I mean, that's just a generally good idea. So you just have to get regimented about making payments, and you probably want to put at least 20% of what you've got coming in toward your debts while 10% still going into savings. I think it's a real basic plan to get your debts paid off and have a bit of savings once your debts are Taken care of now. Whether that ten percent, you might want to turn it into gold and silver, or however it is, you you want to save that. I, w- I would say I would save it in the form of gold and silver because yeah. then you don't have to worry about inflation. Exactly. Uh, and there's also
3: who knows what's going to, especially in tumultuous times. Who knows what's going to happen to anything that's digital? <laughs> you know, if you yeah. have it in. I I you know, again I've, I'm encouraging people again get your money out of the banks. Uh, start y- having solid assets is uh, in tumultuous times is not a bad idea because, like I said, the one thing you can't predict is how... that is you know, One thing you can predict is that it will be unpredictable.
0: Now, if you can't... If you're listening to what I'm saying, you're saying, well, I just don't have 30%. I mean, I've got debts. I just don't have the... I can't take that, that percentage. I've got other things I need to spend it on. Then that's when you, you need to start looking and I think anybody should look at what they're spending their money on because, you know, it's not about necessarily how much you have coming in. It's about how much you're spending and a lot of... Uh, People are buying unnecessary things. So it's, it's really true, and
2: you'd be surprised how those things sort of add up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my lifestyle's changed dramatically from the, when I was uh, living in Sarasota. Um, for one, I'm doing a startup business that isn't making as much money that as I was, uh, you know, selling ads in, in Sarasota, Florida. And my wife is now staying home with kid as opposed to uh, working full time like she was. So Eating
0: out at a restaurant every night would not be a wise financial every, choice
2: every day. Yeah. Um and you know for lunch and I also I was an advertising executive driving around in a in a little uh, convertible black sports car you know and uh, working for a lifestyle magazine and and all that stuff so it has this kind of you know this 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 feel to it that uh, I should be you know eating at expensive restaurants things like that. Mm-hmm. I'd stop off and get a, a four dollar uh, you know vegetable smoothie thing, uh, yeah. vegetable <laughs> juice uh, after I was at the uh, you know the sushi place and spent twenty
0: bucks on lunch. You know those kind of those things add up. That those are bad financial habits. If you can't afford that, if you've got debts, then really uh, I would say focus on getting those taken care of. And one of the things, the most powerful ways I think to uh, to help with that is to look at your habits. You know, are you smoking cigarettes? Are you a uh, you know regular consumer of yeah. a fair amount of alcohol? If uh,
2: you are smoking cigarettes, you're giving a great deal of money to the state. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, <laughs> here's yeah. here's one thing. If you are smoking cigarettes, take uh, victory uh, victory seeds. I think you can get a pack of a hundred tobacco seeds for a couple of bucks. You can grow some grow tobacco your plants and, um, you know, grow. You, you can avoid giving money to the state, which is a violent monopoly that will use your money for ill. And um, I think in most cases for cigarettes, it's actually state taxes, which is probably not as bad as the federal government. The feds have
0: doubled their cigarette taxes.
2: I don't know. Are there actual taxes on regular class A cigarettes? Yes, sir.
0: You remember when your cigar taxes went up, Mark, from the federal government? You remember yeah, that? Yes. but C- Cigarette taxes went up at the same time. I thought that were, those were rolling How real. hard
2: is it
3: to, to grow tobacco?
2: How hard could it be? It's like, I don't know. I, don't, just, I, I can't answer that entirely. Hmm. I don't think that it's a, you know, we, you're not talking about uh, some, some uh, exotic ornamental plant here.
0: So if you've got any hmm. tips on uh, reducing your costs of living so you can pay your debts off faster, so you can acc- accumulate savings faster, would love to hear from you or bring up anything. Matt is on the line in Illinois on the Amp Line. Hello, Matt.
4: Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Uh, well, first off, I plan on leaving Saturday for that uh, shoot, for the uh, movie shoot in, in Michigan.
0: Oh, great. And oh, great. Right I'll see you the there.
4: From, from, where I, from, where from where I'm at. I was wondering when Dale was going to leave.
0: I, uh,
3: I have to go to Sam's trial. I just talked to Jason about this today. Uh, I really should go to sam 's trial and because uh, i'm i 'm actually a witness I was called as a witness so i I really need to go mm-hmm. i well i wasn 't like well, was, what not subpoenaed but uh i wasn 't actually you know le- you know legally i 'm not i don 't think i 'm legally required to go i 'm just going to, because I want to help Sam you know but uh and and but the, the um so i 'm going to go directly after that the plan is to be all packed up and ready to go before the trial, and then literally as soon as the trial go, uh is over we 'll walk out of it get in the car and Start driving. so
0: Yeah, I'm sure it'll be so a great little uh, down gathering down. for uh, liberty-minded people. I, I sh- the plan is to get there before, like, noon on Saturday, hopefully. Not sure how this is relevant to our listening audience, though, Matt. Right. So what do you have on your mind tonight?
4: Okay, well, you guys are talking about credit. And um, recently, uh, about a week ago, in fact, um, I had to go to court because a credit card company was trying to get money from me. Now, I've been unemployed since uh, January. And so uh, I haven't been able to pay on this particular credit card. So they took me to, to court. They wanted to get a judgment against me. So I didn't know what was going to happen, and I answered the subpoena, and I went to... Uh, and um, basically, make a long story short, the judge had a judgment against me, but since I have a job, I don't have to pay it. And on the way out the the judge uh told me, I hope you get a job. And what I have to do is when I get a job, I have to contact the uh credit card company and tell them now i and at that point in time I can make arrangements to pay them.
0: I see. So, so
4: basically what's happening is for uh, I don't have to pay any more interest from now on. They can't charge me any more interest or free or fees really? are fine.
0: So they've they've basically that locked something. in the amount and okay, this is what you owe and we can't add it they can't anything else on top?
4: Not until I start paying again. At that point in time I guess they'll be able to start charging me the interest and
0: stuff. I see. Okay. Well good luck with that, Matt. Any other thoughts? All right. No. That's thanks, it. thanks for the call. Eight hundred two five nine Ninety-two thirty-one. So yeah, you know, take a look at your expenses and see what you can cut out. And if you feel like you've cut them to the bone, you know, let's say you're you don't have uh, some habits that are costing you a significant amount of money, and you still feel like you've you've managed to cut your expenses to the very bone. What are some other ways that you could uh, reduce them? And I would say one of the ways is take on a roommate. You know, bring somebody else in. I, you you probably have room for one. I mean. Some people live a whole lot of people to, to one house, so it might be a little uncomfortable. But if it's going to help you get your bills paid off sooner, if it's going to help you uh, put some money away into savings and buy some gold and silver, maybe it'll be worth your while. I'm just talking about some ideas that people could possibly utilize to uh, help them in the event of something drastic happening to the economy. Hour two's coming up. Something positive on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Your show, you take control of the airwaves. Toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. freetalklive.com. We take your phone calls about whatever you want, Coming up here, instead of this doom and gloom financial talk, Mark, you've got ten reasons to be happy about uh, where we are today and what might be coming next. But let's go first to Joe in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Joe.
6: Hi, guys. Thanks for all your liberty work. My website is uh, instantcallout.com. And I've got a little more doom and gloom before we go on to the happy stuff. Just add a few points to me. Okay. Sure. Now, uh, I think it is reasonable to say that hyperinflation is going to happen. And, you know, Peter Schiff, Jim Rogers, they've explained the reasons why. But here's a reason why it might not look like hyperinflation, but instead it'll look like stagflation. And that's because of the factor of how the government's going to react. If uh, hyperinflation starts to happen, they could take drastic measures to tamp it down. And then instead of hyperinflation, we'll just have poverty the devaluing of the dollar will kind of be uh, taken out of inflation and pushed out to a scarcity of goods and lack of jobs.
2: Well, won't and, uh, if, the, if the dollar deval- devalues significantly, won't foreign investment uh, you know, come in and, or foreign dollars come in and, in the form of people wanting to, you know, cheap trips to uh, Disney World or, uh, you know, whatever it is that we're still manufacturing in the United States?
6: Well, the government could try to regulate that. You know they could, why would they, they want could, to do that to prevent uh, you know to prevent potential hyperinflation so that uh, you know their bonds maintain value
2: how would that prevent hyper how would how, why does that have anything to do don't we want dollars flowing in doesn't the government want dollars flowing in from else um, otherwise or, or value or currency from other countries well, flowing in
6: well you know, if too many dollars come in, I mean, that could be like an avalanche of dollars come in, and that could that itself could cause hyperinflation. You know, like, for example, there was the news of uh, the two Japanese gentlemen who were caught uh, crossing a border in Europe with, you know, billions in uh, bonds in a, in a fake suitcase. And, uh, you know, there's a pretty good chance they were trying to, you know, secretly dump those bonds. And uh, Japan just had uh, a victory for the uh, opposition party, I think, for the first time ever. Yeah, And uh, the you know, the primary drive behind that is the economy. So, uh, you know, there very well could be more pressure in Japan to uh, drop U.S. bonds, and, and that, could, that could potentially unleash a, a tidal wave of dollar money, and, uh, you know, that could result in hyperinflation.
0: I don't know so if it's uh, too realistic to say that tourism is going to go up dramatically in the event of a hyperinflation or economic downturn. That was he was uh, talking about stagflation, okay. not, not hyper. What is stagflation?
6: Stagflation is when you have a stagnant economy plus inflation. and it, it, it happened in the 70s, and, uh, you know, that uh, showed that uh, Keynesianism is uh, wrong. You know, that Keynesianism claimed that stagflation couldn't happen, but it actually did happen in the 70s. And You're talking we about might...
2: Keynesian economics, right?
6: Yeah.
3: It's like, uh, yes. like, like we had, like, you could basically make, like, 20% for incredibly high interest rates on just, like, savings accounts and things like that of course nobody had money to save so huh. um but anyone who it, it, yeah it was it was pretty rough i mean that i think wasn't that also the time when people were like waiting in line to get gas and yes, things like it was
0: that the 70s yeah for yeah. sure
6: right yeah see that was the stag. that was you know in my opinion part of the stagnation part of it you know like the economy stagnated and that's what we could have now you know we might not see hyperinflation although if the government did nothing hyperinflation would definitely happen because they've already printed more than enough money to cause that to happen but, but haven't uh,
0: they also been taking money out of the uh the economy and and deflating I've, i cuz i thought i read at com that, that there's actually not inflation happening, but deflation happening. Like I don't even know. That's, well, that's, especially yeah, in certain
3: areas like like housing, because there's been uh, there've been people have been defaulting on loans, and that's like money that was electronically created through um, fractional reserve banking. Right. If the money is not, suddenly
0: just vanished, yeah, know. because they create the money from thin air for the loan, and if the loan goes away, then the money goes away.
3: Yeah, it's essentially it's
6: well, like. Well, I mean that's one way of looking at it, and yeah, we do you know, in uh, economic analysis terms, we we do have deflation now. The way Austrian economics looks at it, they define money printing, which nowadays is not actual printing, but is actually like computer entry. They define that as uh, inflation, you know, any type of creation of money. But one of the big things that's, that's prevented it from causing, like, real inflation you can actually see is that uh, the Fed has taken regulatory steps behind the scenes to prevent that from happening, and they've they basically uh, uh, exercise extraordinary powers over banks, and uh, you know there's a massive amount of uh, you know bank reserve money that's that uh, you know is kind of being held away from the economy right now. And Gary North wrote a great article on that you know a few months ago. and uh, you know the Fed and the government are somehow preventing the banks from spending that money. And they're forcing them to keep it so it makes their balance sheets look good. It's kind of like causing them to have fake balance sheets, which is giving, you know, foreign U.S. bondholders uh, confidence.
0: Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of uh, sneaky, manipulative things going on out there, and oh, there is a bunch of it, and a lot of the stuff, ha-
2: you know, the the uh, the, the bubbles uh, haven't risen all the way to the, the the top of the septic tank at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of big giant poo bubbles that are they're still floating <laughs> you know, up to the what surface. What an analogy! <laughs> oh, come on, I mean, what is yeah. it? You know, when you're looking at some of these assets that these banks have, they are disgusting. Disgusting. Um, You know they've got they've got loans out on houses that are worth hundred thousand dollars for. $250,000? Two hundred and fifty thousand. What, yeah. what is that? These people,
3: in some cases, haven't paid on these things for sixteen months. I, I didn't. I, I could not grasp well, how people didn't realize that there was a huge. That there's no way that the housing bubble could just keep going like that. But that's what Everyone's acting like. That's like you know the housing market's just going to keep on keep on shooting up like that. I'm like, who's who can afford to buy these houses and and keep buying them like this? It can't. It can't be maintained. I knew that. I saw it coming. I, you know. I
0: bailed ship, you know, just in time. Thanks, uh, Joe. Any other thoughts tonight?
6: Uh, Yes, I think to prepare, people should uh, network with their neighbors and uh, learn how to make money. I don't want to say the black market, but kind of, uh, you know, make money uh, in less traditional ways, doing business or trade directly with other people.
3: But there's the gray market as well.
6: Yeah, yeah, that's a better term for a gray market. Here's another reason to pay off your credit card at some point. Uh, the way things are going, we're, we're kind of going in a direction of the creation of debtor prisons. They may not literally create prisons, but they'll create so many laws that it, it'll be like an open-air prison. And if someone is deeply in debt, they're going to end up on the no-fly list. They, they won't be able to buy a gun. They're going to have all kinds of problems. But one one way to handle that, though, is that if your, your credit card debt is more than about six months old, if you offer them 50% of the total, they'll probably take it.
3: Yeah you you can almost always make deals for uh for that if if they feel like they're not going to get any money at all you can you can make deals you can get your rate lowered you can sometimes get the rates to stop and like have no new interest on it and say look you need to stop charging interest or I'm not going to pay you uh uh 'cause it's if it's futile it feels futile and 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 they know they're not gonna get any money they, so who would there's think, a lot of deals you can make.
0: I, I that's news to me. Right. Like I didn't know you could negotiate with uh the the credit card companies. Oh yeah. I don't think uh, people sometimes think it'll that.
3: go to collections and then you can negotiate with the collections company because
2: and you know it so. may affect your credit adversely, but you know it it won't fe- affect it as poorly as if you just didn't Not pay at pay all. Well, a lot um, of times that's why you, you negotiate in order to yeah. save your credit. Settled, you know. Well, it it yeah. won't save your credit <laughs> because it, it, you'll it, still be uh, late on the payments and late yeah. payments affect your credit poorly, but it it won't be as bad as, you know, that the, the, they just wrote wrote
0: off a debt. Settled yeah, it won't be as bad off. as just defaulting it. Yeah.
6: yeah. Hey. Whoever is whoever is debt free a year from now will be in the upper class
0: could be interesting, true. Interesting. Thank you for the call tonight, Joe. I appreciate hearing from you and the ideas. You know, we were t- he was talking about sort of gray market activities,
2: and I was thinking about uh, how things are here in New Hampshire, and obviously I'm a big advocate for people moving here and working for Liberty, but I was mm-hmm. talking to a local farmer guy that uh, just it was over at a friend's house having a beer, and he has a little stand outside of his farm. He can't see it from his house. He puts vegetables out there and, you know, has the rates that people charge, and he just, you know, just has a little bin where they put their money in. He says he has never ever ever had anybody jilt him. His stuff's right on the road. It's right on <laughs> No one's stolen Route his food. 63 and nobody's ever stolen anything. I want you to ask yourself, would it be
0: like that in your neighborhood? Good people up here in New Hampshire. All right, more on the way here. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. The features on our website include the live streams. We've got a broadband version, dial-up version, even a webcam all there for you. free at listen.freetalklive.com. That is listen.freetalklive.com. And what if? you found out the best liberty activists from around the world were moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes. Would you want to join them? It's happening, and you can be a part of it. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. As we continue taking your calls, and we go to Sean in California. What's on your mind tonight, Sean?
7: Uh, Well, you know, I just kind of wanted to say about as far as the economy in general goes and the things that I hear like Obama saying he wants to solve the economy by giving us this medical care thing. I really don't agree with that. I think really we need solid money, solid hard money, sure. not these federal reserve paper notes. I you know, it's I don't that, understand that, why our money
3: supply That's a huge thing. Because what you're basically saying – and you're absolutely right. That's what we need. But it's a huge thing because what you're essentially saying is let's take power away from the people who can manipulate money to their own personal gain at the cost of everybody else. And so that's why it's so very hard to get that. Wait,
0: wait. I know what we can do. We can beg – we can call the representatives and we can beg them to take the power away from those Federal Reserve guys. Well, they're going to do it a
2: little bit here with the audit. Um, oh, are they? Well, I mean, they've had the power not to be audited up to this point. Um, and so, you know, when That's... this comes through, they'll have the, they will have the, lost the power not to be audited. I'm not saying that they, have, um, they will have lost the power to be audited correctly um, or anything like that. I'm just saying that it's a small little chink in their armor. I agree that this Federal Reserve issue, if it's not the root to the problem it's the trunk um and this is you know what we you know one of the things that would be nice that we could go after
3: but i don't see how this weed can be taken out at, the, at its trunk i'd love for someone who knows more about the the audit to call in because i i have heard so many things that this audit is in fact nothing near uh the the impact that people think it is just because really? they like they supposedly yeah. they have been audited and all this is is uh it's it's actually not that uh, different than previous audits it's just
7: no that that's not really true um the audit that they do right now is for stuff like pencils and chairs and copy paper okay they're not showing you where the the money is going and that's that's what the purpose of HR 1207 is 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 to i mean once that audit gets done the way that uh Ron Paul wants to do it, and H.R. 1207, that should pretty much light the fire right there. I mean, and that's why it's – That we're seems doing like high hopes, first. Sean.
0: Light, light the fire? Well, tell me about well, this fire.
7: Well, you know, because a lot, of people, a lot of people don't even know there is a Federal Reserve. They don't know where their dollar co- uh, comes from. And they're sure, going to they
2: know after there's an audit?
7: Uh, well, when they start fighting, yeah, they will, and they will wow. know they will know where where that money has. What do you think? The, do you think? To?
0: Wait a minute. Do you think auditing the Federal Reserve is going to lead the news at eleven? Do you think auditing the Federal Reserve is going to get a front page news uh, newspaper article in most places? I
7: I think when you have like two hundred and ninety congressmen all co sponsoring it, it's going to be kind of hard not to to surface somewhere. You know, and then I, hope when, I hope you're right about when, when I really hope you're that. Right. When we find out that you know um, we've funded Iran's nuclear program, or whatever thing is going to come out of where Federal Reserve has been sending this money, that we don't know. The are, Again, do you, do
0: you know how many people? That are break out of that I, don't are you, be I don't think you. I don't think you realize.
7: And when people get down downwind of that. They they will. I know there's a lot of control of the media, and and
3: uh, I don't think you realize how many people will. You know, if if it's really that big, if it's going to expose all these people to all this um attention to how either you know corrupt or incompetent they are, they have been. I guarantee you, there's going to be. It's, it, I, I just don't see that coming out. You're not out. going
0: to find out that the Federal Reserve sent money to Iran. That's not how the system works. The Federal Reserve exists to, uh, you know, do their things with the bank, uh, the banks, and to Whoa. fund the federal Whoa. government. That, so money sick. would go to the that's federal sick. government.
7: That's what they want. You know, that's what they want you to. to to think, but you don't know. So, so you believe no the Federal Reserve... You're going okay. to find out that they have done uh, uh, things that are completely improprietous. Uh, oh, I believe they've done banks. things
0: improprietous. I just don't think that uh, that's going to show up on uh, on the audit, because I don't think that's the job of the Federal Reserve. But I understand what you're saying. You're saying that the Federal Reserve is doing things that we don't know uh, that they're doing. You may be uh, you may be right about that. But what I hear in all of this, in this whole audit the Fed uh Fervor that is kind of spreading throughout the uh, the liberty community is what I hear is Ron Paul worship. You know, Ron Paul's going to save us. Ron Paul and his Federal Reserve bill and uh, his 200 and however many uh, co-sponsors, they're going to save us, and I just don't believe it.
3: Uh, my prediction, you know and you can make a note of it <laughs> like you did in the past, yeah. yeah, look, uh my my prediction, and you can just make a note of it uh is uh, and you know and see if it comes true is that that you're going to, as Obama would say, you're going to be very disappointed,
0: yeah, that's my prediction too. Good luck, thank so, you for the so yes, we, go ahead. Uh,
3: so we shouldn't
7: we shouldn't uh, adhere to the Constitution. I guess not with Obama in office. How could uh, you who, we? To it? who
0: is we? I've yeah. been
3: I've been adhering. i my my standards go way past the Constitution in terms of my personal standards yeah. of what I adhere to. I don't So who is people. we? Uh, you're saying uh, the Constitution hasn't kept the, the people in power in check ever. Do you? Work so for, why do you think it's going to suddenly start happening? Do, do you work well, for the federal, you're federal government?
7: you're going to need to start with that. Bef- you're going to need to get back to that before you can get get further than that. No, no oh, you're not.
3: You're going to need what you're going to need to do is get individuals to to change their mindsets about what real freedom is and then we will get closer to the constitution
7: all right but i think that real money real hard sound money that is that is uh you know based upon say gdp and controlled by that not some guy in an office manipulating uh your currency rates uh it's going to be a large step, you know, a big step to getting it. done. It would be,
3: it would be if it could, if it was going to happen. I just I agree, don't think it's but, actually going to happen. Um, you it know, well,
6: won't
0: with your attitude. That's right. <laughs> yeah, start begging, Dale. Dale, you need to beg some more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I
3: don't want it. I, I'm just telling you, I think you're uh, you. I just think you are putting your faith in something that's not uh, going to get what you think it's going to get, Mark. Well, I, I
7: so we should just settle for the central bank and then just nope, leave it nope, alone. No, nope, no, nope. no. Nope. I I don't nope. think
2: here's the thing though is Sean I what what bothers me about this is it would be very difficult to and when you say sound money I hear uh, gold and silver I don't hear something attached GDP, to the GDP I don't know what I, that is. I don't know what that is. Um and and to me that's not real money that's just another form of fiat, fiat currency. Yeah. But um
7: not, not real. I could explain
2: it, but no, go that's ahead. okay. I'll just take okay. gold and it's silver. It's a different kind of fiat currency.
0: Let's, then. let's just talk about gold and um, silver because that's that right, makes but, sense.
2: Um, so, but you, but you're I don't even know how you would transition what we currently have into real hard sound money. It's okay, Ron off, Paul knows. And he'll and He'll save us. The Congress, um, you know, the Congress, which was uh, uh, created by the Constitution, um, and could pass laws. You know that were um, you know by a majority. You really got to wonder. I mean, why was that whole body created if all the powers of the federal government were enumerated in the Constitution? If it wasn't really just to create laws that you and I would have to follow. I mean, I think we are following the Constitution. Who's we? We, the people of the United States. I didn't the sign government the government of the United States is following the Constitution.
0: I see. Well, right, either the Constitution has uh, authorized all of the tyranny or has been powerless to prevent it. It's, it's one or the other. I say
2: the Constitution's a failed document. Now, I think we can write one that
0: would work a heck of a lot better, but... Um, I don't want a federal government anymore. I don't want that. I, I, don't, I don't want a federal government either. All right, Sean, hey, i got a question for you. How long have you been doing uh, politics?
7: Oh, probably, uh, well, for, I, I kind of broke out of the left-right paradigm about two years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. I Were you doing to, you know, politics before that? Oh, I would keep my ear to the track. i want to bring you back. I I want to talk to you a little more. Hang on. More on the way with Sean. It's Free Talk Live.
2: On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation. Well, now we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates on some of my favorite gold and silver pieces. If you've seen the Lakota Nation Silver Round from the Free Lakota Bank, you know it's one of the most beautiful pieces available today and a really fun way of giving the Federal Reserve the middle finger. Free Talk Live listeners can get them for the absurdly low rate of $19.70. That's right, $19.70. Call 877-857-9938 or go to silver.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can at once. It's 877-857-9938, silver.freetalklive.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Features including the chat room. Oh, well, the best time to get into the chat rooms during the show, but it is open 24 hours a day, so uh, enjoy it at chat.freetalklive.com. It's free, like the rest of the features on our website. That's chat.freetalklive.com. And I want to go back here uh, to the phone calls uh, where we have Sean still in California now. Sean, you'd called up, and uh, <clears throat> right out the gate, we agreed. <coughs> excuse me, we agreed with what you were saying uh-huh. about the idea that. You know, sound money important. Uh, getting away from the Federal Reserve, getting away from the fiat currency, good ideas. All of them, great ideas. Uh, I think that the the one thing that I think, at least between Dale and I, I don't know about you, Mark, uh, that that Dale and I are are disagreeing with you on is your tactics uh, for achieving this. And it seems like you're counting on the federal government to do the right thing. It seems like you're counting on them to, well, you know, audit themselves, yeah, police
3: themselves. And the, then,
0: you know, when they see the results of that audit, boy, are they going to be upset at what's been the shenanigans that have been going on behind the scenes? Which you can, you can guarantee there have been shenanigans going on. Uh, it's the, you know, it's the federal government. But that, uh, you know, they'll be so outraged by the shenanigans that they'll really show those Fed, uh, federal reserve chairmen what's for. And, uh, you know, they'll they'll change the system, somehow. or maybe even kick
2: the Fed uh, chairs out, and and and. You uh, know, Know, return it to some kind of fiat, U.S. fiat system.
3: I think you might be misunderstanding what it is that we are criticizing. I, I totally agree with you that we need to get a fire in people's bellies about what's going on. I don't think we can count on the federal government to police themselves to do that. We have to reach people. Uh, they're, right. not, they're, not right. going to, they're not going to alert us to their incompetence and corruption.
7: Right. Well, you know, it's, I mean, one thing that needs to happen, and I I have not been able to find this out myself, but just like there is an H.R. 1207 that is, okay, let's audit the Fed. This is what we're going to do. And there's everybody about, let's end the Fed. One thing that is lacking on that side is a cohesive plan with a name on it with what are we going to replace the Fed with? and you know that's something i've been trying to find out and i can't find i know g edward griffin has uh you know if you read creature from jekyll island he's got he's got a plan in there and there are a few others but we do need to give behind a cohesive something with a name on it you know hr whatever and this is what we're going to do, and we're going to install this. You know, that's that's act. where
0: that's where we diverge, um, and that's what I wanted to focus on here. And I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm being mean to you or anything like that. Uh, well, that's why I asked you a few moments ago, how long have you been doing uh, politics? And you'd said that you, you know, you paid a little bit of, of attention before two years ago when you found the freedom, the freedom message, and then you got pretty excited. Was that pretty much what you'd, you'd said?
8: more or less, yeah.
0: Okay. And about so it. what kind of what kind of uh activities, what kind of action have you been taking over the last 2 years since you got interested in actually doing something about all this?
7: Uh primarily uh educating myself. I write my congressmen and senators on a regular basis, although I know that's kind of a you know, that's sort of just doing the, the legwork, and you just get those form responses yeah. back. Well, I'll mm-hmm. keep your opinion in mind. Well, yeah. I vote completely the opposite way. Uh, how does
0: how does that feel? How does it feel know, when uh, you get those form uh, form letter responses?
7: Oh, it's uh, you know, it just it, it kind of just makes you want to. You know, you're like. I feel more misrepresented than, than
0: represented. Yeah,
3: they spent some you know, of your tax and, money uh, that they confiscated from me to send you a form letter that says, oh, I listened to what you had to say, and I respect you.
0: Do you really feel like you've been listened to?
7: Um, maybe, because every time you actually con- uh, write your congressman, even though they send you that form letter back, they have an exact formula per issue of, like if okay if I got one letter from this guy, that means I know there's 1,789 other people in my district who think exactly like that, well, and they have so. that formulated. So oh, they may
2: they may very well believe that, but I have to ask you about the uh, the, the not the stimulus, but the bailout that was went on during the Bush administration, um, exactly. where they said that they got. 50 to one letters and responses against rather than for and mm-hmm. many of the Republicans and I think all the Democrats at least most of them they um, they they were for it and I think of many of the Democrats that didn't vote for it um, they were they were they decided not to do it because they they knew that it would affect their reelection chances um, and so I think that a lot of times they really don't care even if they have a formula they made they just don't care.
7: Well, the number I heard was it was closer to uh, upon the initial uh, bailout was like a thousand to one. Okay, Again. I heard I, yeah.
2: I, you know one of the senators you know? one of the one of the Congress critters said fifty to one. Another one said ninety nine to one, and it may very well have been a thousand to one. So, but it doesn't really yeah. matter. They knew that nobody wanted this crap.
0: All right, so you exactly, so, yeah, right,
7: For but exactly. they did it anyway. So they. And and so how's that working for you now? $23.7 trillion later. How's that working?
0: For me, for me it's not working at all. The, I think
2: the United States government's going to collapse and that debt's going to go away because there won't be anyone to pay it.
0: But okay, so let me see if I can yeah. uh, if I've got you straight so far, Sean. Uh so for the past 2 years you've been you, you've been uh, con- contacting senators and uh, so-called representatives. You have been educating yourself, which is very important. Uh that's uh, you know that's certainly something everybody needs to do, very important. Uh yeah. you've been educating yourself, you've been trying to educate the so-called representatives, not been working so well. Uh, have you like com- contributed to a few political campaigns? What else have you done?
7: Yeah, hey, I've, uh, I've contributed to campaign for liberty. Uh, campaigned a little bit to info wars. Contributed a little bit. I mean, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I mean, I'm unemployed currently. Okay. So, so you must have a lot of free happens, time. Here's one thing that happens is, and and this is a process that's going on for a while for me now. But when you get out of work and you see. I mean, I was a carpenter, you know, I worked construction and, and then all of a sudden, when, when you start seeing just everything vanishing, it, you, you start going, what, what's going on here? And, and that's where, where the process starts, you know, you, you start looking and since you have nothing but time on your hands, uh, you know, it, it just kind of leads you on down the trail and you start going, well, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense, you know. and uh, I mean, I I can tell you this. I voted for Ron Paul Mm -hmm. because he was the first guy I ever heard say, you know, it wasn't just a matter of the lesser of two evils. It's like, there's a guy who's saying what I've been wanting somebody to say for so long. I can't believe it. I actually registered as a Republican to vote for him in the primary. Hey, oh, you know, I, was, and, uh, I was at his I two think campaign. He did a lot better than they let him on about.
2: Yep, I was at his two uh, campaign things here in uh, New Hampshire, and I'll tell you, tears were coming out of my eyes listening to a politician say some of the things that Ron Paul said. But I, I don't think that there's anything that can be done to save the, the federal government.
0: No, and that's that's where I wanted to come from on this, and that's why I was asking oh, wow. you uh, about yourself and your experience there. And it sounds like you're kind of. Your experience has been the the typical political newbie experience, so, like which, mine, is, like which yours. everybody has to go through. Everybody exactly. I went through this too, and I spent uh, years trying to build the Libertarian Party and spending time and effort and money on uh, trying to do all of all of that. And. And now I've quit the Libertarian Party because it's it's lost its way. They they're no longer the party of principle, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I also uh, have come to the the conclusion that the federal government is a completely lost cause. There is no point in getting back to the Constitution. It's not even a, a possible option that's really on the table at all. Uh, plus, nor would I want to get back to the Constitution because there are some pro- real problems uh, with with the Constitution. You know, besides the whole fact of the idea that there should be some centralized uh, bureaucracy ruling over people's lives. So, you know, I. I've moved to the point of just saying, basically, screw it uh, to the federal government because I've accepted that there's really nothing that can be done uh, at the federal level, and I'm focusing on freeing my little corner of the.
7: It must scare you then to watch this federal government just going wildly out of control. I'm not scared.
0: me? I'm not scared anymore. I don't care about what they're doing. It, it, you know, there's nothing I can do uh, to directly affect them besides withdraw my support, and that's what I've yeah. done. I've withdrawn my uh, my support financially, and I'm withdraw. I've withdrawn my uh, mental support or my uh, my you know my verbal support of the entire system. And I hope that uh, eventually, uh, I expect that eventually, as you continue to notice that the federal government people just don't care about what you think, and that after the audit happens and nothing significant changes, I'd like you to consider looking at the Free State Project as an option and then, uh, take a look at freestateproject.org and moving to New Hampshire and getting active for liberty where you're surrounded by other like minded people and trying to free one little place rather than the whole country. Thank you for the call. More coming up. Free Talk Live. This- Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves, toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online. FreeTalkLive.com is our website. We have a Facebook profile. You can become a fan at Facebook.FreeTalkLive.com. That's Facebook. Dot dot com. Also, please join uh, please join Dale over at AnarchyInYourHead.com. It's his website. He is a cartoon artist and uh, puts out some really great pro-freedom cartoons with, uh, with wonderful fun themes. Uh, so head over there at uh, AnarchyInYourHead.com. You working on anything right now, uh, Dale? Oh, oh right I should turn your mic on, shouldn't I? That would help, huh? Let's try that. Go ahead. Not right at the moment. Um, I would like
3: to let everyone know there's also, while you're signing up for... Um facebook.freetalklive.com. Freetalklive. Com. You can also go to Facebook. and oh, we excellent. have a club that they can sign up for on Facebook to stay informed and everything.
0: That is a super idea. Now, one of the things that you did tell me uh, off the air that you've been working on is some uh, some private clients. You're available for hire, aren't you?
3: Yes, actually, I've been getting more of that sort of work. Um, you know, typically, uh, what are some I of the things
0: they, they hire you to do?
3: Just Draw just, comics. Uh, like but what, I've also what? been done. I've also, uh, well, well, what there's purposes? A, like there's just a um someone. There's a, a guy that has a um does liberty blogs for his local area and he uh he likes to make fun of his local politicians and things like that yes. so he gives me descriptions and and things and he has ideas for the comic i pretty much draw him exactly to his specs and uh i've gotten um i also get a logo designs I've done to do a little bit of design work and things like that. I've gotten some jobs like that and I'm building up a portfolio right now to, that I'll be putting up on the website soon.
2: Cool. Not to diminish your abilities as a uh, as a uh, artist or anything like that, but I think you're more of a uh, liberty-oriented philosopher um than anything. I mean, i having read blogs and and the comics and and things like that. I mean, there's 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 philosophy wrapped up in it. Certainly you've got some skill in in drawing and using those those programs, but I to me that's that's how it it shows up.
3: Yeah, I think that I mean there are pl- there are a lot of web comics out there, and uh, I know that you know my art's gotten better over the year over the couple of years I've been doing it certainly, but um, there's, there are a lot of web comics out there. But I guess what's uh, you know what makes it maybe different uh, or more than the other web comics is that I do actually you know it is more of a comprehensive site. I do do blog it posts and videos occasionally. And there's usually like that. some
0: commentary that goes along with uh, any new comic that that you put up, and and sometimes it's a full on blog. Uh, so head over to com and eventually the portfolio is going to be up, so if you want to hire Dale, uh, that'll be an option too. Uh, all right, so we're going to continue here, but first, uh, Dale, you actually had a comment that we didn't have time to uh, to have Sean on the line for, so throw out your question for us. Yeah, him.
3: we sort of made our case that we don't, you know, I, I'm skeptical about whether this bill is going to be satisfying. The audit of the be satisfying, thing. Yeah, I think there's some really big, there's some really high hopes for it. I said I think people are going to be very disappointed, and so... I would I'm just making the prediction that it's going to be very disappointing and 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 I would hope that people you know think about it right now if you have invested incredible hope in in this bill the audit the fed bill and if it does end up being end up being very disappointing ho- will you learn from that what you know what are you going to take away from that you know are you going to keep are you going to keep expending a tremendous amount of energy like you said Ian on trying to change the federal government which is Oh, yeah, At the bill point, failed. Seems, that you know, means
0: we need to elect some more uh, good people to the feds. Uh, let's let's elect Peter Schiff. And uh, what, what's the army guy? Uh, the the guy from the military. I forget what his name is. Adam Kokesh. Adam Kokesh. These, Kokesh. Are the, these are the men that
3: will save us. Well, when are you, you going to cut your losses, I guess, is what it comes down to. I'm, look, what's I, it going to take? Well, I, but,
2: I, you know, I am going to go and to the polls and vote for Adam Kokesh. If Adam Kokesh was running in my area. Which he's not. Peter, Peter Schiff, right. And Which he's not. Peter Schiff running in my area. I would. And... Uh, but I, for one, my choices in New Hampshire stink, and I think that uh, you know when you're looking at places like Connecticut, where Peter Schiff is running, and I'm not saying Dodd it doesn't have some real problems in Connecticut right now. That's uh, the guy he's running against, uh, who's the incumbent Dodd. Um, but, I mean, it's Connecticut. If for God's sakes, it's one of the highest tax rates in the nation. It's socialist haven over there, and that's why I believe in the idea of moving everyone to one state, and that state, New Hampshire, um, to you know fight for, excuse me, to stand for liberty and to work towards liberty here in one place, because it makes a heck of a lot more sense. Yeah. We, people who believe in liberty, have been doing this, hey, let's get excited about liberty, teach people about liberty, and, you know, do, 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 do for a long time. And the fact is, you know the front line gets exhausted, they fall down, they forget yep. about it, and then you know the the next wave comes, and then they do very little more and you can't get you don't have everybody all at once, so I think if we are all in one geographic area because that's how governments are laid out these days that you might you that we're certainly going to have more effect because well the so far there have been seven hundred and fifty or so movers to New Hampshire for liberty, who knows maybe a thousand maybe fifteen hundred, and there have been significant quantitative quantifiable results here in the state there has
0: even even in politics which is very difficult to get any kind of results there as you've seen with the federal government and that's what i was trying to point out to sean is that i understand where you are i've been there if you start feeling the burnout as you inevitably will from failure after failure after failure don't give up don't throw in the towel move your focus To one place. And of course, I suggest New Hampshire and the Free State Project and getting here because this is, as you say, Mark, hundreds of people have made the move here already and they are getting active here and it is making a difference. So we have the the results that we can point to and those results will only become more persuasive over time as more people get here. But back before the Free State Project, before this movement, uh, then there really was no other way to go. You know, you'd burn out, and then you'd decide that you'd you'd put all your hopes on a candidate or all your hopes on a a piece of legislation. You might try a few more times after that, and then you'd finally get tired of dealing with this nonsense because they're not listening. They don't care about what you say. They're going to do what they're going to do for their buddies, and you're going to get screwed So you just – usually when that kind of burnout happens in politics, your only other option is to just throw in the towel and say, screw it, I'm going to spend my time with my family, and I'm I'm done with this whole politics thing. But – There's real potential here in New Hampshire, and I don't just mean for politics. While there certainly is some for politics, uh, one of the more exciting areas of uh, activism, in my opinion, is the civil disobedience that's going on here. And of course, we also have some wonderful liberty media that's being created to help uh, explain these ideas. Because as he was saying, he's educating himself, so we're putting these concepts out for other people to grab hold of and to uh, to educate themselves with. But you know, it's, it's easy for us to sit here, guys, as you know, as experienced as we've been in this, this whole federal government trying to change it thing. It's easy for us to sit here and say, well, it doesn't work, so you should give up. But sometimes you just have to try it for yourself. Sometimes you do you just I, have to I'm fail. I'm there.
3: I, I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've sort of made the case that, that, that you're, you're wasting your time trying to change the federal government well, uh, and more. I've said gone beyond that. But I'm just saying that I do feel like it's sort of been – it's been said, and I think people have to f- realize it themselves.
2: Well, I think that there's uh, – <sighs> I'm not against trying to vote to change the federal government. I certainly, I, I am. Some, I've given up completely. I send some uh, letters. Hey, you know, I, I don't care. I think that it's, uh, you know, it's if, if I'm there voting, and generally there are local issues as well as uh, federal issues being, uh, at, you know, taken care of at the same time. I think that voting on a local level, especially in a town like mine of, uh, you know, less than a you know a little more than a thousand people. That you can have a much larger effect than you can on a national scale. Um, it's it's not an insignificant number as like it is on a national scale. But if I'm there, I might as well check the boxes that I believe are the best. Boxes. I, I
0: disagree with that because at this point, I uh, I consider myself a you know someone who wants to declare independence or a secessionist or whatever you want to call me. And so therefore, by participating in some sort of federal election, it's it, I'm going against my principles. But let's go to the phones. So. Jay is on the line in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jay. Jay in Ohio. Own ones, Jay.
9: Hey, uh, I have a couple questions, yes, sir. Uh, concerns. Okay. I want. I want to. Uh, I've already filled out the uh, application and stuff to move to Keene. Uh huh. And an application. Oh, you know the online submission form or whatever.
0: No, I don't know what that is. Where, yeah. uh, are you talking are you about the that?
2: statement of intent for uh, the yeah Free State the Project? statement of
0: intent? Okay, okay that's right. for the Free State Project, not for moving, not for moving to Keene. The we'll st- let you move to Keene anyway. The Free State, <laughs> the Free State Project is an organization designed to bring like-minded, liberty-minded people to uh, to New Hampshire, but they can move wherever in New Hampshire they they would like. So there is no application for Keene. Uh, oh, there- no, I
9: I'd like to move to Keene. Uh, okay, great. I was gonna let you know we
0: rejected I, your application. Your application
9: came in without the required hundred
2: dollar fee, so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, no, no I, I just
9: don't fit in anywhere.
0: No, seriously, uh, okay. though, we'd, we'd love to have as many people as possible in in Keene, but I'm sure there are other lovely places across the state. Why did you pick Keene?
9: Uh, well, just because of the uh, uh, well, I I figured there was a uh, kind of a uh, convergence, or you know, there. I don't know. Plus, it's hmm. a college town. I, I figured. Uh, see, here's my dilemma. This is why okay. I kind of wanted to talk to you off yeah. the air. Off the um, air. Is, is that a possibility? Because what, I, you can't uh, tell us
0: about it on the air. I mean, come on, everybody wants I, to I know. I just
9: don't want to embarrass all of us. Or, you know what I no mean? One, or, no one. No one
0: knows who you are. I mean, no, we don't know you who's yet. Us? So how am I, mean, I going to well, be? My,
9: my problem. My, my problem is a money problem. Yeah. Okay. Like I I work at a uh, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna take like my my next check and put it in my car and then go, I was going to try to, to make, uh, because of the because of my route, I was going to try to stop off and, and do the September 11th uh, where they're going to go. Um, All right, there's a that, lot
0: to say here, and I want to, I want you to hang on, and it, I want to talk to you on the air about this, because people have money problems, and maybe they can learn from your situation, so we'll bring you back in hour number three. More coming up. You take control, 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live.
5: Across the sands of time, from the lands of Abraham to the lands of Julius Caesar, the metals of the earth were forged into the coin of the realm. Now you can own a piece of history with affordable ancient coins from the Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine eras. Guaranteed authentic by Janus Numismatics. Transport yourself to the distant past at ZeusCoin.com. That's Z-U-S-Coin.com.
0: Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the Sickle CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We take your calls about anything, and we still have ten reasons to be happy coming up here if we get a chance, but your calls are primary. So we'll go back to Jay in Ohio Jay, who was talking with us about his, uh, he's planning a move to New Hampshire as part of that's the Free, right. as part of the Free State Project. Now, you've already signed the statement of intent, which says at the Free State Project's website that you'll move to New Hampshire uh, and then you'll exert the, the the maximum practical effort in order to achieve liberty in our lifetime. I'm paraphrasing what it says, but that's basically what it says. Right. And there are different uh time frames, different time factors that people can sign up for. They can wait until the Free State Project reaches twenty thousand people, which I do not recommend. I recommend moving sooner rather than later. Uh so they can wait a while. Free
2: State Project could never reach twenty thousand.
0: Yeah, it could. But uh well, I see what you're saying. There's a possibility it might it may never uh, I I feel like it will eventually. I'm not sure. We're when.
2: already having success with hundreds of people.
0: Moving. We are. That's what I'm saying. Move sooner rather than later. There are different triggers that you can set. If so and so happens, you'll move. But it sounds to me, Jay, like you want to move pretty soon, right?
9: Yeah, I've I, in fact I've uh, I've lived all over this country, and I think that what you guys are doing is just phenomenal. And and Ian, um, you know the only like I love listening to your show. Um, Wait,
2: hey, hey, this is my show too I, I now. Both of you
9: but but what I want to say Ian Ian um is the ki- the person that I think would just dis- have the most dis- I would disagree with the most. That's why I'm not, you know, knocking on you, Mark. <laughs> but um you so know what are the
0: issues. What are the issues you'd called in about the curiosities well, about moving?
9: Without without uh without you know, being combative or anything, I I you know, I disagree with your with the uh with well see that's the thing i really don't know how you feel about nine eleven, so but anyway oh that my my thing about nine eleven is i i you know i still i harbor some uh you know i harbor some uh doubts rage or mm. what I you know anger to for being lied to you know for being lied to about it okay so i mean if uh
0: do you feel like so, you, you could know, just I, let I, that go? I, I'm
9: sure that's not the. Uh, I'm sure that you know. Well, the federal government affirm.
0: lies a lot. I mean, they if they lied about 9/11, and I'm sure they did. I don't know what the truth is, and I don't care exactly what the what the truth is. To me, it's a non-issue. But if uh, you know, if they did lie to you, and there's probably uh, several instances in which they've told uh, not truths. Um, so uh, we, I think what you need to understand, though, is the federal government lies about pretty much everything. So yeah. you know what's well, new? Well, like
9: I said, I, I've been coming around to you. With all the, because uh, at first I was kind of mad at him, but I was like, well, it's a good show, so I'm not going to stop listening just because he doesn't agree. I'm not, I'm not that kind of person that would just say, well, I don't, I wouldn't listen to every. I, I like Bill Cooper. I, I'm a big fan of Bill Cooper, and he always said, always listen to what everybody has to say. So you know you, you guys are funny. You're, you 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 know you say you you guys are on you're on you're on topic, which is a big deal. So are you, con- on topic, are,
0: are you concerned that you're going to move to New Hampshire and that uh, b- believing in whatever well, i believe you in you know, I'm
9: sure that the uh, I, I I don't have to meet I, even if it's even if the uh, consensus is your your uh, view, then that's fine. I mean, I, but I'm still gonna.
0: Okay, I, my... I think we're having a miscommunication here because I'm not really sure what you're getting at. Y- if you believe in a conspiracy theory, then that's your business. Uh, right. I-, I don't think that you're going to have a lot of necessarily, at least the people that I know, uh, Dale, uh, Mark. I mean, we're not going to go out and do a 9/11 truth outreach with you or anything like that. <laughs> no,
3: nope. no, no, I know. I'm, 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 I'm like saying. Ian. I know that there's, I know there's some BS in there. I know that there's like what there's like a bunch of conclusions that some people have jumped to, and there's a bunch of stuff that the government's telling us, and I feel like the the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, and that uh, that the, the, there's undoubtedly they're hiding stuff from us, and but I also uh, I have given up on expecting them to police themselves or anything right. like that, so it's
0: sort of really irrelevant. Right, to Right. So finding out the truth, if Just, we all of a sudden found out the truth something tomorrow, something I'm gonna lose sleep about. Right. It would be something well, that's academic. That's what I was gonna say. Let, let me let me say what I was gonna
9: say earlier. I figured I'd get it all out of my system here because on my way there, I was going to stop in New York City on September 11th. Mm. I and see. So, because you guys are like right, I'm you guys uh, for me to come there, I have to go right through New York City. So I figure I'll, I'll make my I'll plan my trip around.
0: Okay, that's cool.
9: That and then. There are people here that are (laughs) – I mean, I want want to
0: tell you that there are people here in New Hampshire that are of the kind of conspiracy fan uh, mindset.
9: yeah. I I, I, I assume that. I assume that. Go to that, yeah. yeah.
0: They're around here, but when I'm at Social Sundays, which is a weekly uh, social gathering event that we have, I never hear conversation about that. What I'm hearing conversation about is things that activists can do next week or the week after that that can get the ideas of liberty out. uh, Usually locally. Yeah, you know, local, local action. Locally,
3: uh, maybe in New Hampshire and other parts of New Hampshire, but mostly you know, immediately locally. But
0: so it's not know. really on the activism radar around here. Um, but if you know, if if that's what you want to do, no one's going to stop you.
9: Oh, definitely. I've made up my mind. Like I've told my mom, um, my my mom, my brother, my sister, they all know that I'm going.
0: Great. My
9: my car is a. Uh I think that
0: what you'll find out when you when you get here is that there's a lot of different things happening. You know, you can get involved in the the politics. There's a a local election happening up here in New Hampshire. The municipal elections are happening this year, so you could get involved in that. You could also do, uh, you know, various. You could get involved in supporting civil disobedience or making media, and or whatever it is that floats your boat. You can do
2: other kinds of uh,
0: sort of outside the system activism. You could uh,
2: make a big giant papier-mâché airplane out of your car for like flight 97. (laughs) Hey, thanks for the call. Whatever it is. We'll see you when you get up here. <laughs>
0: and uh, as far as your financial situation is concerned, uh, you know, there are been Free people. Go to
2: freekeen.com, to the forum there, or uh, to the NH Free uh, Forum at NH underground.com or nhfree.com. It's the same place. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can talk to people there, and, and there will be all kinds of setups that uh, people will talk to you
0: there about. There are stories of, about people that have come here with very little money and have made, have made it work. And, now, And if you're just working
3: a service job where you are, you can work a service job in Keene, and probably, I, don't, I think there's a fair chance your
0: expenses will be lower. You might even be able to get a transfer. I mean, you might want to look into that. Instead of just taking a paycheck and, and leaving, maybe talk to your uh, GM at, uh, at McDonald's and... There's a McDonald's and Keene, so, yeah. you know, hey, uh, usually McDonald's is hiring, so it probably wouldn't be a, a bad idea to just say, hey, I'm going to leave. I'm giving you my two weeks notice. Obviously, it's September 11th is pretty so- sooner than two weeks, but, you know, I'm giving you my notice here and uh, would like to see if you could help me get... Uh, a position that way, you've immediately got something to do as far as work is concerned when you get here. But what I want to inc- encourage you about is that, that just, you know to stay optimistic. And it sounds like he is optimistic. Uh, but stay optimistic. You can find somewhere to crash for relatively cheap, typically, as you're saying, Mark. If you go to nhfree. dot com, the forum there, or, or forum. dot com, and ask for help, usually it's available. Um, so come on up, but there's no guarantees, right? I mean, there's no guarantees that uh, don't expect anyone to take care of you. Don't expect anybody to uh, – You're to, not crashing in my house to, to go out <laughs> on a, to go out on a limb for you when they don't know there's, you. There's
3: probably you'll probably be able to get a couch for a few nights, but yeah. it's not going to be for a month or two. You know, they're going to expect you to pull your weight. You know, reasonably in a reasonable time frame. But.
0: Absolutely. So you know, freeloaders aren't going to be able to get a get a um, get away with that. Essentially, uh, up here. And there have been some people that have been burned. They've allowed a couch crasher for too long, and it didn't really work out very well. And so I think folks are a little more cautious about who they're allowing in. Uh, so it helps. Or at least for how long. You know, yeah. like, okay, yeah,
3: and, and that, you, know, you might get a deadline the moment you show up. Okay, you can stay here until Friday.
0: <laughs> but, but it's a good idea if so. you're planning a move to New Hampshire, wherever, whether it's next week or in a year or two years. If you're planning a move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, plug into the forums – And get on those forums and get interacting with people. You don't have to do it a whole lot. Just do it enough to where you're noticed. And that way when you finally say, hey, I'm coming up in a month – People will know, oh, so and so, the forum name that I've seen on here for several months, is coming here. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Whereas if you just, you know, the day before you move up, you say, hey, I'm coming up to, to Keene. Can someone give me a couch to crash sure. on? You might have a little more difficult time because people don't feel like they have any sort of rapport with you or bond. Not that you can really create a real bond on the internet, but being present and communicating and participating does something for that.
2: And it's absolutely true because I uh, have uh, lent out my couch on uh, more than one occasion. Or a spare bedroom in some some cases, uh, depending on you know where I lived at the time, <laughs> and it's been to people that I felt that I had a connection with. I hadn't met any of them, mm-hmm. but I felt a connection because they'd called the show, they you know posted on forums, things like that, and I, you know I felt like I knew who we were talking about here. So yeah, I, that that's that's how people are.
0: You can so what I'm saying is you can start building the relationships between you and the other activists. Before you get here. It's and an as I step. understand
2: it, uh, Dale's uh, houseboy offer is, is still, still standing.
0: <laughs> still standing. But you yeah, do I have don't. to apply with a picture. I don't of your...
3: understand why there isn't a line outside my house. It's a shame. I don't get it the either. the houseboy I mean, position.
0: The economy, as the economy goes down, that might actually happen. Yeah. More coming up. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Just dial toll free. 800-259-9231. Bring up anything. one 800 259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, and they include the bulletin board system. You can get interactive with over 490,000 posts. Lots to talk about there. Serious issues. Fun stuff. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com.
2: Totos X. Uh, these are the most convenient little tool you never Knew that you needed. Um, They're they're a little... It's true. It's a hook made of completely recycled plastic uh, type stuff. I think there's some metal involved, too. I I think it's carbon fiber. I'm not exactly sure. But the stuff is ultra strong. It works. That's what matters. They're like a little uh, hook slash uh, brass knuckles kind of thing. And you can carry... Uh, well, up to four hundred pounds, I believe with these uh, these hooks that 's how how much they'll handle uh, They can carry a heck of a lot more than you can um, mm-hmm. and they're perfect for carrying groceries and five gallon buckets and things like this and we use them all the time for bringing the groceries in for avoiding having to bring the the grocery cart out to the car and you know so you don't have to bring it back. Todesacks are fantastic it's t o t a s a k no c in there t o t a s a k dot com and you can go over there and get a family pack today. All
0: right, we continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Brian is in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Brian. Brian. Yes, hey. Hey, you're on the air.
8: Well, when I called about a half hour ago. You guys were talking about the federal government. And uh, what I had to say was uh, I think the federal government should be milked for all it's worth right now because I don't think it's going to last very much longer.
2: So how Um, would you milk it?
8: Well... I'll tell you in a second. First, I want to say I can see you, Ian, Dave Ridley, and Bill Kostrick running for Congress. Hopefully you're not all in the same district.
0: Uh, yeah, that would presume not. that I would do anything like that. You're running I, for mayor. What the heck are I'm you talking about? I'm not running
2: for mayor. Nobody's running for mayor. You're running for mayor with the middle nickname of nobody.
0: That's right. And I don't intend to take office should nobody be elected because the purpose of running the nobody can t- uh, campaign is to give people a What's choice. What's the point
2: of that? They'll just
3: put the next closest guy. Don't play Dom.
0: The point is to do out to outreach to people to get a message of freedom out there and if nobody actually wins, to have nobody win. I know that, what you're that saying. That is, is
3: actually the one thing I have seen some benefit from is ju- in politics is not actually changing the political system or anything, but just reaching people. I mean, even Ron Paul, I had to give him kudos in that mm-hmm. area, is that there were so many people who then moved on to become voluntarists, who got inspired by Ron Paul and got all e- e- excited about politics and active in politics and then got totally burned out very quickly when they realized just how horrible and corrupt the system was and the, you know, this guy who was extremely popular didn't have a chance mm. in that system. And uh, and they moved a lot of them moved on and became uh, voluntarious, so, so I have to give them kudos for that. So, Brian, what else?
8: Well, um, since I think it should be milked for all it's worth, you, you guys should run. Um, right now I want to say that I'm unemployed, and uh, being unemployed, there's a lot of federal crap that's going on right now. With the uh, with Obama being president and the stimulus and the bailout and all that, well, being unemployed, there's a program called Career Source down here in South Carolina where the federal government will pay up to two years if you're able to get a certificate or a degree. And uh, I have uh, 82 credits in college right now, and it'll take less than two years to get a degree. And they're going to pay t- the rest of my college at a private school. Um,
0: Great. For me hey, to go you, you paid in. You might as well. That, if that's what you're saying, that's what is, saying, you know trying to get some of your money back out and utilize it, I don't, I don't have any uh, objection to that. I say be cautious. Make sure that you're not getting into something you don't understand. Uh, you know, as far as too many rules or Check too many strings, d- yeah. strings attached, that sort of thing, which is why I wanted to, again, rebut you when you suggest that, we run, uh, that I run for office. Uh, no. Uh, I, the, the furthest I would ever run, I think, would probably be for mayor or some something here in, in Keene because there's no requirements beyond to just go down and throw them two bucks and fill out a form, basically. Uh, you want to talk about a federal government run for office? Now you're talking about treasury reports. You're talking about campaign finance law. You're talking about a Nightmare of a process, and there would be no way. It, for me, it would not be worth uh, worth my while. Whatever kind of exposure I got out of, you know, getting a newspaper article written about me or something like that would not be worth the hassles of having to fill out quarterly or however often the damn reports are. I don't even know what all the requirements are, but I've I've seen what it's like for running for a state office down in Florida, and that was bad enough. And I know the federal government is worse. That's all I need to know. I don't want to be a part of it.
8: Well, Ian, uh, I. I I totally feel like a hypocrite. I'm 34 years old, and I, I used to think badly on people taking advantage of the government. But uh, knowing where it is now and knowing how much I paid into it and knowing how much we get from it or what they take from it, I'm totally in favor of taking total advantage of the federal government and milking it until it's totally dry.
2: Yeah, you know, um, it's, I think it's a, a, sort of a mindset. You move from that idea that we, the people, are the government – and if we are the government, then we are responsible for not taking things that uh, we don't need or, you know, I I have never taken any kind of assistance at all. And, uh, you know, for for a period of time, that was very important to me. But now I'm kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. Um, if somebody wants to get the money that they paid in back, I don't see anything wrong with that. If a guy, um, you know, if, if a thief decides to go in the middle of town square and hand out $10 bills of the money he's stolen, I don't see anything wrong with going there and getting some, some of those $10 bills in order to uh, get paid back from the money he stole from you. Um, so I don't have any problem with that, but I think that it's it's kind of a mindset from you know divorcing yourself from the belief that you really have any control in the government.
0: So go, I say go to it. Go ahead and get your schooling done and come on up here to New Hampshire. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. We continue. Uh, Steve is also in South Carolina. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Steve, South Carolina, going once. Steve, Thank you. you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Go ahead. I've
10: got a question. Uh, Dale. Yes. Um, I'm looking at for a character Uh, Michelangelo's Touching the Hand of God.
3: You're looking for what? I'm sorry?
10: Okay, you remember Michelangelo's The Hand of God?
3: Yes. On the Sistine okay. Chapel?
10: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, what I'm looking for is in the lower left-hand corner, masses of people. You only see the back of their heads pretty much. I mean, they're kind of obscure, looking up toward the left upper corner, or I'm sorry, the right upper corner. And uh, they're holding their right hand up, a lot of them, and there's signs that said hope and change. And then on the next tier in the upper right-hand corner, You've got Obama reaching back with his right hand, trying to touch these people. But he's surrounded by Pelosi, Reed, um, uh, Feinstein, and maybe the ghost of Ted Kennedy. And they've got their arms wrapped around him, and they're pretty much directing him toward the White House.
0: So you're talking about an idea for, like, a, a comic or something like that? Or is this something you want to hire Dale to create for you? I oh, yeah, you want... I was wondering, yeah. is that what it's about?
3: Okay. Yeah. I, I could do that. It's, yep. It sounds kind of elaborate. I could have to talk to you offline about. You Get a hold of him at Dale, dot, um, dale at freetalklive dot com, and I'm that's sure right. We do
0: have that email address set up. Dale at freetalklive oh, dot com. You can yep. you guys can work out the details on the rate and all that stuff. Any other thoughts for our listeners tonight? Uh, tonight?
10: Uh, well, it's just, it just that the the whole character shows that Obama promised hope and change, and since he got into the White House, he's been he's been surrounded by. Like I said, Pelosi, Reed, Barney Frank, maybe just Kennedy and Gloria Feinstein. And they're all pulling him toward the White House, and they're separating him from the people. So he's trying to reach back, but yet his promises are not being fulfilled because he cannot connect with them.
0: Thanks for the call. Sure. I appreciate hearing from you. Good luck uh, getting that uh, created. Uh, as far as that goes, though, I'd have to say that Obama never had any intention to keep his promises. <laughs> Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. The point of the program is for you to take control of the airwaves, so do it at 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. Inviting you to our website at freetalklive.com. We have the Shrine of Female listeners with dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo or video to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. You can see it for yourself there. That's shrine.freetalklive.com.
2: And uh, Sequal Cai has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early-out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. The principal over there, uh, Jason Osborne, is a huge advocate for Liberty, and he is the main sponsor of the of Free Talk Live. So, if you have a company or know somebody who um, has a company that uh, might be able to turn over their collections to Sequal Cai, they'll do a great job for you. you can see their banner at Freetalklive.com. Sakel CAI. All
0: right, we continue with your phone calls and go to Joe in California. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, John? John in California. What's on your mind? That's right.
11: Me- mega ditto. Is he in a narc? <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> how he... can you ditto both of us? Did he call you a narc?
11: Uh, well, yeah, you called me Joe. I figured it was only my fair play. Good point.
0: Um, very, very fast. Very good job there. Okay, go ahead.
11: I get that from my dates, too. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> i <I've... laughs> I'm calling because you guys were talking about rights, and you made me and whether or not they exist, and it made me think about it. And I wanted to offer a, uh, a way of looking at it to you all, and that is that rights probably don't exist. But but it's not really um, a useful way to look at the world, even if they do. Because if I, if I say I've got a right to education, what does that mean? Does that mean you owe me an education? Does that mean you can't stop me from being
6: educated?
3: Well, you're talking. you you are talking about positive rights versus negative rights. Um, and it does make sense to talk about if you are talking about rights, it, it can't you can't be consistent about it if you talk about positive rights. Uh, you can't have positive rights without violating negative rights. Positive rights meaning? Uh, sorry, positive rights is like um, the, the the idea that you can obligate someone else to support you or to provide you with something, or that you are entitled to food or that something healthcare. Something must be done. That Something must be done for you by ne- someone else. Negative rights is is it only requires non-action from others like like you you know requiring you to not attack me requiring you to not steal from right. me etc things that come from inside you so rights of freedom of religion and speech it, it um, is possible for me to respect your negative rights it may not be possible and often is not possible for me to respect your positive rights if you might have a right to food but if i don't have any food it you know you can say you have a right to food but how can i provide you food say if i don't have any or if there's not enough for both of us the government they create it out of thin air so john your thoughts
11: well, I and I completely agree, but uh, even negative rights, I don't think it's a very useful way for us to, to speak of the world as anarcho-capitalists or whatever word you guys use to describe yourselves, um, because it's so easily conflated by people who don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. And, and I'm not even sure I really have a right to my property so much as I just own it. Uh, I think what the right really implies is that it's morally wrong for another human being to interfere with my ownership of it. And okay. that's where that, that word right comes from. So I think we'd be much better off talking about it in terms of not that, well, I have a right to this, but in terms that you would be in the wrong to interfere with my ownership of it. Uh, because you hear so many people talking and conflating those positive and negative rights.
0: Yeah, I understand. So what you're saying is people don't understand rights, and so why are we even using those terms? Why are we even talking about rights when if we're talking about rights and somebody who doesn't understand is listening, uh, it's just not going to communicate very effectively to them. Or if they're trying to communicate to us, they may be talking about positive rights versus instead of negative rights, and you're saying it's all getting muddled.
11: Yes, and furthermore, even talking about rights suggests a guarantor of those rights. All right, I'm in a car right now. I own the car. I have a right to it. Well, what does that mean? If someone comes up and defaces it or steals it, obviously they're wrong. Um it, It's not really clear what all that entails other than that I have ownership of it, right? Um, is there a guarantor of well, right? What are you suggesting
3: alternatively?
11: Just speaking in terms of it kind of inversely. In other words, I own this car. I'm not going to say I have a right to it. I'm going to say it's morally wrong for you to interfere with my ownership
0: of it, right? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I, instead I, of using the term rights and, and getting whatever it is you're saying mixed in with you know, stuff like rights to health care and things like that, you just say you're just making a stand on what is, what is right and wrong and, and making it explicit.
11: Yes, and, and especially because that term rights really does imply a guarantor of those rights, which we usually assume to be the government. And that's very problematic for those of us in the liberty movement.
2: Well, I don't... I. I hear you, but I'm, I'm going to have to say that I, I'm usually not the one to stand in a uh, sinking ship and, uh, you know, advocate for it. But I'm going to say that I'm going to continue to advocate the term rights. I think that, uh, uh, you know, a man is right in doing what is um, what are his rights. And I'm going to continue to say that uh, and talk about rights theory and try to educate people on that subject simply because people are already, uh, you know, uh, the politicians are out there saying people have a right to education. People have a right to clean water people have a right to this right to that that they in fact don't have a right to um that they should you know they should be able to provide for themselves however they don't have a right to have it given to, to them and i think that the simple fact that they're out there using it in the wrong fashion that somebody needs to be out there saying using it in the right fashion
3: And and that's for instance that's the inspiration for a discussion for instance about Positive rights versus negative rights. When you hear people saying you have a right to health care or you have a right to food or, uh, you know, when they're talking about positive rights, you can point out that it is impossible to guarantee positive rights. I think it's should... impossible to guarantee negative. I mean, we're not guarantee negative rights necessarily, but it's impossible for any particular person to respect a uh, positive right.
0: Joe, I think that if you feel that you're better able to communicate what yeah. that means in that way, I think you should do that. And I thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231, but I, I generally agree with you guys that that explaining the difference between positive and negative rights isn't a difficult – isn't really a difficult thing to do, and hopefully that will put that new paradigm into someone's head to where they can start making the differentiation when they're presented with someone saying, "Oh, well, I think we should have a right to this. Yeah, they when, can say, you, well, wait, that's a positive right. That's not the kind of right I believe in. Yeah, when
3: you proclaim a positive right, you are claiming the right to enslave someone, and most people would say they have a right to not be enslaved – so, well, that's a violate, that's why it can't be consistent. Now you've stepped in the, uh, rights cow pie and we have to explain why people are enslaved, uh, because you
2: said that you, uh, they're enslaved. So, if, um, <laughs> if I have a right to medical care, that means that it's it, people are obligated to give me that medical
0: care. Well, you can't just stamp your feet and get medical care from nothing, right? right. It so doesn't someone come has to from nowhere. There. So there has
2: to be doctors. There have to be nurses. Of course, there have to be the uh, the functionaries in the office that go to the government to get the, the money that uh, the doctors and nurses are going to be compensated for. Um, so that the, there have to be equal uh, functionaries on the government side to take that paperwork so that they can
0: get paid. But if and they there don't have to be
2: f- functionaries on the government side that, uh, you know, that do the taxing in order to get the, uh, the payment from the people. But
0: if those people don't want to show up at work in the morning, then you don't have a right to anything. If they, if you do have a right, then that would mean some taskmaster would have to you know stand over them with a taser or something right. like that to make sure they got up in the, in the morning and went to work so they could provide you with your free medical right. care, I, therefore
2: enslaving them. I have the right to free speech because I can move my vocal cords. I have the right to whatever religion I want because it's my mind and I control it. I have the right to uh, you know, own uh, to keep my property because I earned it. Those are what negative rights are, as opposed to positive rights. And I enslave no one by using my free speech, negative speech rights, yeah. or um, you know ch-
0: having whatever religion I want. So, Very good. Let's continue good. with your calls. Anthony's in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi guys, Anthony, what's on your mind?
1: Um, we I just wanted to uh, talk, talk about anarchy tonight. Um, I. I know that you guys are like I don't know you're not really for anarchy per se.
3: Depends
0: you on who know? you're talking about. Uh <laughs> Dale might different be, people here. I for one am not uh, I don't like the term. Yeah.
1: I just I just think that some people that don't 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 know, um there that there's two um major differences between there's two um Types of anarchy, and that there's um there's one where anarchy that you are normally that you normally hear about. Yeah, but
0: yep. then there's, there's the anarchy. There are different camps within the uh, the anarchist movement. And I thank you for the call. I think that's that's what you're getting at, and most people don't understand that. Uh, it's something that could be explained, but I still. I don't like the the term uh, anarchist because of what it connotates uh, popularly. More on the way, we can talk about that or anything you want. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and only moments remain. But enough time for your call. If you make it right now to 1-800-259-9231, it's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231, it is Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And don't forget that you can learn how to promote Free Talk Live by going to promote.freetalklive.com. One of the many things that is listed there that you can do is contacting your local talk stations about getting Free Talk Live on the air. It's more of a, I think, more of a possibility now than ever we had the news come come in this week that apparently we now have a virtual monopoly on Saturday Night Live programming <laughs> in the radio amazing. industry. Uh, the, the our biggest competitor, Tammy Bruce, she was like, what was she the president of Now at one point or yeah. something like that, and she's like some gun. I have
3: actually read several of Tammy Bruce's books. So back when good? I was a law cabin Republican, Tammy Bruce was you know very popular, especially well, she, in the L.A. chapter where
0: I was because she's she gay, lived right? out there. Yeah. Right so she's a Republican that's gay, which is pretty unusual and she's a gun toting no she's not a
3: republican actually Oh, she's not that, to the, the last I heard she had chosen to remain Democrat, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, largely i let's see i think I just uh, largely figured if that she was, was on uh, talk radio she was one a of her republican. biggest issues is that she's pro choice and that's one thing she really is at issue with republicans about um, well she's
0: so then so. she's a gun toting democrat
3: yeah she's- she's um, she's conservative i would say in almost all respects and and I just remember she was being she was very she sounded very um, it sounded like her main reason for staying in the Democrat party was once she didn't want to kind of give up on it she thought they had some nice you know i guess some ideas or something I don't want to try and uh, describe her in in, too sh- in in the short amount of time we yeah, have Yeah honestly
0: so. i don't know much about her She she's an enigma she is not an a usual <laughs> you know yeah, yeah i don't know much she's about her she's an interesting her, person i'll say uh, that. except that she was our competition for saturday nights as far as the the radio industry is concerned there's a very very a small amount of competition uh to us on Saturday nights and without Tammy Bruce there's literally no one else out there so i mean if your local talk stations aren't aren't running free talk live odds are good on Saturday nights they're not running anything live at all because there's just nothing else really out there that they could run um so better time now than ever to contact your local talk stations and ask them for free talk live and uh you know they appreciate hearing from you and details on how to do that are all at promote.freetalklive.com let's continue with your calls and go to Woodman in Washington. Oh, and by the way, if you've, you're actually listening to us on a local talk station, then uh, call them and thank them. They appreciate that, too. Woodman, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, thanks for taking my call. Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
12: Uh, I guess i uh, just kind of like to just talk about the consequences of loan sharking and you know basically what's going on in our country right now, uh, the conflict of interest when international lending institutions uh, prey on countries like ours. Uh, making us dependent um basically for future bailouts. I don't know uh what you guys think about that. How
0: are how are you dependent on international loan companies?
12: I myself am not. Oh okay, you I said am us. Dependent in that I'm attached to a government that's leeching off of me via taxes.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: Yep, you're dependent then.
0: Okay, I see where you're, I see where <laughs> you're coming from. Uh so your question is what exactly?
12: Well what do you guys think about that? I mean, we we talk about the bailouts uh my, my local uh senators uh, from the state of Washington, uh, they say, "Well, we got to do something. We got to do something." Yet, um, I don't know if anybody's ever considered that. Hey, we got a guy named Wolfowitz was with the Bush administration, went to work. Uh, wasn't he the CEO, CEO of the, the World Bank? And then enters in Geithner, who comes from the IMF. Um, first off, I think we need to study what what these international lending institutions have done to other countries around the world in, in the name of development. We're not a developing nation, yet we got to do something. And I just call BS on the whole thing um, because I think there's many things at stake um, when it comes down to future bailouts when we've become insolvent. Um, one of your callers called up. He was a little upset about 9-11. Uh, I tend to believe that 9-11 kind of spirals into, uh, you know, the no-exit wars of the Bush administration along with Wolfowitz um, you know, taking our rights away. So,
0: what's your solution to all this? I mean, there's no doubt that the federal government is uh, a bunch of scam artists. What are you going to do about it?
12: Uh, that that is a very good question. I, I'm I'm more looking at it from a perspective than I am what I can do about it. I don't know. There's a whole lot I can do
7: about it. Probably um,
0: true. There's probably not really much that can be done about it besides withdrawing your uh, your moral support, withdrawing your financial support, and teaming up with other like-minded liberty-oriented people. I mean, pr- I'm presuming you're liberty-oriented. Uh, you know, if you believe that other people should be free to live their lives and you should be free to live your life however you want, as so long as you don't harm anyone else. I would suggest looking into the Free State Project and then joining us in uh, some sort of uh, secession or uh, declaration of independence and getting the hell out and you know letting the federal government people deal with their little loan situation on their own. Why should we have to uh, be bothered by it?
12: Yeah, I mean, I also believe in third-party ticket, you know, I'm a Ron Paul Republican, but um, you start taking a look, It's I'm not a fan of the Republicans or the Democrats. They sure. are the problem.
9: Well, and, and, I think and
12: that's the first thing I can do is just say I'd, I'm not participating in a fraudulent election process that's obviously fraudulent.
0: What yeah, and can I can I tell do? you that the Libertarian Party is not going to do anything either because uh, what, what we've seen happen or what I saw happen when with my involvement with them is that once they got – Large enough to uh, be any sort of blip on the radar, and they're not really much more than a blip. Uh, but once they got that big, they attracted the people who are in search of power. Instead of the, the principal liberty-oriented people that were originally involved in the beginning, they started attracting the power seekers, and they took over the party from the inside, and now they
3: own it. I would it. say their goals got subverted. I think this happens a lot, especially in politics, but it's this is a broad problem. It's not just uh, uh, limited to politics, but people get a goal, and then they create sub-goals, and their sub-goals, for instance, might be to get people elected or whatever, so they can pass bills that are freedom-oriented and so on. And, and there's nothing wrong with it initially, but then and they get lost in their sub goals. And you know, when you start when you start uh, compromising your principles and everything, your 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 big goal at the end kind of gets lost in the shuffle. And you feel like you've accomplished something because you're getting people elected and stuff like that.
0: So that's why and, I don't and, think you know. that there's any third party that can do anything of significance for liberty at the federal level. It's a pipe dream. And, yeah,
12: but these people will still start taking on the debt, and, and it will be our burden. They'll force us by law to pay taxes, what have you. Um, the problem being is, I mean, their history. I mean, these lending institutions came about after a war, after devastation. The U.S. and Britain came about it to, you know, start developing these countries, to rebuild them again. And they spiraled out of control to the point that they go around the world um, further indebting countries, and then they start imposing structural adjustment policies. And that could be meaning devaluation of currencies, lax uh, taxation for transnational corporations, lax environmental laws. So all these will affect our environment. Uh,
0: so you're saying you want more? You're saying you want more laws? Is that what you're saying?
12: Uh, no, I'm saying no. that uh, we need to to make sure our lawmakers don't take on more debt.
0: Well, good because luck with that. The, the, how do you how do you plan on accomplishing that? I mean, we're back, right back around to the beginning again. You admitted earlier that you didn't really have any uh, any idea. So I'd how like are you? I have to
12: bitch slap these people to real <laughs> make them realize that they cannot keep further indebting our nation because we all lose our sovereignty. I know I can't do that.
2: Sure. Yeah. I'd get arrested. As, I, was, I I've been just as frustrated as you on this one, and um, you know, it it doesn't seem like there's a heck of a lot of answers.
0: No, there really aren't a lot of answers, which is why we continually harp on the same one over and over again on this show. I mean, it's well, the it's, one we've signed on to. It's the same to.
2: thing that every other talk show host does. Every other talk show host says, well, get out there and vote Republican or get out there and vote Democrat. Yeah. And that'll solve <laughs> it. So our solution of, well, pick up your crap and move to New Hampshire if you believe in liberty, is just as... It's more uh, realistic. It, it's just as
0: valid as anything that these people are talking about. Okay, I see that. More, more so, if, if not... Thank you for the call tonight, Woodman, and uh, good luck out there. Well, at least it hasn't been tried, you know? You mean this <laughs> This hasn't been tried? The first tried? State
3: Project is a, is a relatively new idea. It so actually isn't
0: is really that new of an idea, though, is it? I mean, didn't people escape from the countries from which they've come to come here to the United States? Y- you're right.
3: Well, it? Oh, it hasn't been tried uh, in this particular manner. And like you have said, Ian, uh, if you look at places where people con- consolidated in one place over an ideal or something like that, I mean, look at Utah and, and the Mormon religion. Look at, look at Vermont. At, Look at San Francisco. Yep. You know, uh, you look at places where there was a massive cultural shift because people all decided to go to one place where they saw that as being the epitome of what they were valued. And see, I, it's I,
0: undeniable.
3: I see Keene being the uh, being the Liberty version instead of the gay city like San Francisco. Yeah. I see. I, I see Keene as being the Liberty city of of America. San
0: Francisco know? may be gay, uh, but it's not happy you know San Francisco well, may they, be they, gay they, friendly but it's not a happy place to live there's all oh, kinds I of agree. big government there
3: <laughs> Oh I agree that I mean I'm not I'm not saying, I'm, I wasn't right. saying that it's a liberty place I'm saying they created a oh, cultural shift toward you know what they were looking for I'm, when they moved there I so. was
0: it was just a poor attempt at, at humor that on my part that's <laughs> all I mean just, you'd think with all the oh, gay, gay people happy coming in they'd right. be happier in San Francisco <laughs> and it's not doesn't seem like a happy place to be uh to me at all it's probably very pretty uh, in many places but uh, the, the government is of ugliness. Yeah, it's an amazing place. Uh,
2: you know, I've, I've really enjoyed my time in San Francisco, but I don't know that I'd want to
0: live there. But I think you're absolutely right, Dale. That, I mean, the, the, the movements that have happened over the years, the ideological shifts that have occurred, population shifts, have definitely had an undeniable impact on the uh, the places the cultures of the places that, they, uh, that they, those people have shifted toward. And so, we're doing it deliberately. I mean, we're saying, come here if this is something that is attractive to you. If being around like-minded liberty people and getting active and actually doing something to achieve freedom in our lifetimes and freedom for your kids and your grandkids. There's every reason to be optimistic. Absolutely. And, in fact, we didn't get to our ten reasons to be happy tonight, but I hope hope we will. Uh, We'll work on that. Promise. See you tomorrow night. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.